2: Uh,
3: What's good, internet? It is Monday, January 13th, 2020, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 289. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Joining me today, Rob Zachney from Boston. What's good, Rob?
2: Oh, we finally have some good winter weather.
3: Not down That's fucking here. Mm-mm. It was 70 in New York over the
2: weekend. Oh, it was 70 here over the weekend, too. Oh, but, good. like, it, the, the cold blew in last night. Okay, like you can feel I have it. some like of your I had 70? the windows all the way open because it was hot as hell in my yeah. building. Uh, and then you just feel the wind shift, yeah. and suddenly it was like Arctic air coming in, and it was great.
3: Oh, that's fantastic! I it was like beach weather yeah. this weekend. It was like weather where you'd be like, if it had in July, I'd be like, oh, this is nice. What a nice day for yeah. July. I just it to be a little warmer.
4: But un- it shouldn't it, be like. No, this. No, it should not. It's January. This is why we fight. Wearing t-shirts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> God, it's fucked up. Yeah, totally. Patrick Clappick also joining us from, I guess, cold
0: Chicago. No, it was, yeah, it's cold. It was, we got snow on the ground. I shoveled. So I kind of get
2: cut off there and he was like I was throwing t-shirts now imagine the no. Kato when the weather is too warm is just out on the street, with a t-shirt cannon being like I can't handle this
3: Boom <laughs> Poof Everybody wear a t-shirt Poof
2: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like anime?
3: I got yeah. anime t-shirts
2: <laughs> this Here's random. one where Pikachu yeah. Yeah. Like Here's this Destiny shirt I don't deserve
3: Wow Wow And also oh. he wouldn't give wow. that away that means a lot to him
4: Kato. That has my fucking username on in the sleeve. See, Kato's here. Kato <laughs> that has doesn't
3: a, make it better. <laughs> well,
4: that's why he wouldn't give it, <laughs> it away, though. It makes it a lot worse. Hand we that down start, to your could
3: children. Could we start selling Destiny? We've never had merch here, despite our best efforts. Uh, could we start doing merch and it's just Kato's Destiny t-shirt?
4: Oh, my God. I would wear
3: a, t- a Destiny t-shirt that had Kato's name. What's your What's your screen name? What's your it's Destiny It's just Kato-kun.
2: Name? Kato-kun. What's... What's the legal doctrine that makes it not transformative? Right, transformative. Uh It's a transformative. Like, yeah, it's just a Destiny shirt, but with this username, I would wear, I would wear your (laughs) Destiny shirt, Kato. I would do
3: that, and uh, I think it would be fun with his username. Yeah, especially not with mine. I'm a trash (laughs) Destiny player. What I want is to go into a diner somewhere, and someone give me a better seat because they think like, "Oh, wow, you're you're
4: <laughs> that good Destiny player. I saw you do that stream. Only, only okay. That listen, I've seen you do raids. My raid, my ra- my raid time was only twice the length of the speed run. That at, speed run was cool. That speed run was. Did fast. y'all watch any
3: AGDQ? I had. Here's my two notes, three notes about AGDQ ah. this, this week. One, um, I like that they brought on stuff that was not technically speedrunning stuff. Yeah. Um, or that was, I, they broadened what they were, sh- the showcase s- aspect of the show. Yeah. This year, like, you know, one of the big ones last year was, uh, was a race, like a, a blind race of Mario Maker levels. Patrick, you should go watch the Mario Maker 2 blind race that was like a yeah, team I've heard relay. Yeah,
0: re- I've heard the relay race is it's really good. so, so good.
3: good. So that's great. They also did the Last Wish Destiny 2, yeah. uh, sp- like, uh, raid speed run that yeah. was how long was it? it was like no time it was
4: 30 minutes the fastest I've ever done that raid is an hour
3: and that was cool yeah they, and, that was,
4: and I was like that was a fast fucking raid was holy a fast shit fucking raid. it really <laughs> and was then 30 was whole what the I don't even
3: um I really loved that they also did a clone hero like guitar hero session yeah. where like you're not speed running that game but you are showcasing right that game so that was really cool um and then i want to say there was there was there were also like more rom ha- like i mean obviously there are rom hacks every year to some degree right um but there were straight up like lots of randomizer things this year yeah, yeah. which was cool to see since that becomes such a big thing inside of like the streaming community over the last year and so that was really fun and then uh, the the thing that i want to say like was my one of my favorite bits is they played games there were a couple of stream there were a couple of uh uh uh, uh speed runs. That really pushed the limits of the speedrunner. And mm-hmm. there are times when that happened, and it's like secondhand embarrassment because you know it's just, it's hard. Like, not embarrassment, like, oh, I can't believe they fucked this up. Embarrassment, like, oh my God, this must be the most stressful thing in the world. Yeah. Um, but there was a uh, Sekiro speedrun where the person was supposed to get all of the beads and then just, like, didn't get all the money that he needed to get the rest of the beads uh-huh. and also just, like, hit some fights that just did not go his way. Oof. And I was like, well, if I lose the momentum, I lose the buff, I can't win this fight easily. And that made me as a player feel better. <laughs> not because, like, not like, well, I fucking beat that fight because obviously I beat that fight after leveling up a bunch and after 13 hours instead of after 90 minutes. Right, But it's like, I like it when the game exerts its will and it's like no <laughs> motherfucker you have to play the game like yeah, yeah. i it makes speedrunners look mortal um and the super right. metroid impossible run that ended the that ended everything else was also very much in that space of like like wow this is hard like this mm-hmm. is This was – Super Metroid Impossible was originally conceived supposedly as a thing for a task bot as a tool – it was built for tool-assisted speedruns. But that was built in 2006. So there have been 13 and a half years or whatever uh, to where now players can just run it. But it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that is – that was fascinating to watch. It similarly, was just like, wow, that made me feel good because – like you're playing a video. Like you got stuck on this boss. You had to fight this boss five times. You had to fight Ridley five times yeah. or six times before you before, – it was five times because the people on the couch wagered that they would – said like we will sp- – uh, pay, we will donate a hundred bucks per death during this run and they got to that, like that third or fourth death on that boss, they're like, oh shit I thought you would have died like twice I'm gonna need to dig deep, I gotta make rent soon, um, so that stuff was really cool, I-, I had a pretty good time I was really happy to see that certain runners used uh, their pronouns, put up their pronouns in their like description uh, or in their like their name basically, there's like a spot now for yeah. pronouns, yeah. less excited about the like Proto-crypto fascist. It was more of like a crypto fascist who who someone who supports a crypto fascist political faction, yeah. I guess is what I should say. Right. Uh did did an overnight run one night. And I was like, man, y'all have got to vet your shit just a little bit better. Yeah. You've got to see, does this person support crypto fascism by shouting it out on Twitter a lot? Well,
0: if it's I, crypto, how do they know it? How could they right. how could
3: they know? Uh God.
0: All you had to do was DM them and have an exchange for about ten minutes like I did and go nope and just walk away.
2: <laughs> God. Unbelievable. I love, when the, I love when dipshits think they're fucking Socrates. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Where it's that... like, well, what does the white race mean to you? What do you mean by that term? As if they will lead you to Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Oh, so I, but I also feel like I, I feel like in in my exchange, uh like they kept trying to get me to share my opinion. I was like, no, like, that's not what we're here for. I'm just, you know, trying to – and then at the end, the, the concluding remark from this person was, no problem. Thanks for being willing to debate about it. And I was like, fuck, did I fuck up? You like, fucked when, when up. I, I, this- you debated.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> did I debate You either? didn't. You didn't. Like, the problem know, is that the term debate is debased yes. because they think it's, it's engage. like engage in a dialogue, a discussion, yeah. and it's like – yeah, I'm just like, I guess we we did discuss this. I was trying to figure out what the fuck you mean. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about?
3: <laughs> oh, so good. All right. What else? Well, so that was my weekend. It was that while playing games that I don't think I played a single game that came out in the last five years. So that's good. Uh, do y'all play anything worth talking about? Uh, Kato, you were excited last week about that yeah. Pokemon news.
4: Pokemon. There I was love a, Pokemon. There was a deal there was a Pokemon's uh, like, good again. Is it? I mean, I hope so. I don't know, oh, but boy. It, it seems like it's good. There was a Nintendo
3: good. Direct focus on yes. Pokemon Sword Shield DLC. DLC. There's a two DLC packs coming, fucking is that
4: right? Great because I never bought those extra games. Which extra games? So every generation there's the original two games, the two versions and then another Ooh. version that is like was the DLC essentially, right. but at the price of a full right. game? So you
0: know, is that like a, like the Pokemon Yellow? That's like what like would started with Pokemon Yellow, right? Yeah, like although Yellow, Yellow was had that was, just, that was just like a reskinning, right? That was just like hey, b-
4: yeah, start yeah, with yeah, Pikachu. Well, they also the Pikachu would follow you around, and you could Pikachu yeah. had like moods. And that's stuff. DLC, and like
3: that's Pikachu. They armor. changed. They, that's they my nightmare, change. actually. Yeah, Pikachu just follows you around.
4: <laughs> but I just mean, Pokemon Yellow was like, story, that was back so.
0: during the original Game Boy. Yeah. You know, so, yeah,
4: uh But like every, yeah, every generation since then, there's always been a third game. Uh, and some of them, they did uh, third and fourth games. But now.
3: Instead, they're doing DLC. Or at least DLC, you think instead.
4: Yeah, they might still. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, they did compare them and say like but this time you get to use your save. Oh, that's okay. better than the yeah, old yeah. that is better version. Um but it, it looks really it looks really neat. There's like uh there's two coming. One of them seems they both they are both in like new areas that are apparently all 3D, which is nice. Uh like the wild area where you can Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know run move, around. Yeah, instead of being like a isometric uh you know top down RPG like the rest of the game is. Um so that's neat. What's the deal with these expansions? Uh, new area, new Pokemon, uh, new story okay. of some sort.
3: Are they going to finish it this time?
4: I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they finished
3: the other one. It's just a little bit Yeah, you just were happy with it. We, had, we got <laughs> lunch last week, and you told me how that game ends. So I was yeah. like, damn. that's uh, Seems like they kind of wrapped that up real quick. Uh-huh.
4: Um. um which is unfortunate, because now they're definitely not going to go back to that or address any of that, probably. Yeah,
3: it seems like one of these is, like, a fighting dojo. Yeah, you, like,
4: like find a fighting dojo, something happens. Very there's Japan a Japan-looking. There's a, yeah, there's a there's a bear that's, like, a kung fu bear called, uh, what was it? Cu- Kubfu? Yeah, kung fu.
3: That's fake. That's some <laughs> shit you would come up with. If you, if you would put us in a room for 10 minutes or if you have to come up with the name of a fighting type Pokemon. That's a bear. That's a bear. We would have said Cub Fu.
4: Yeah. And that's what they did. And it's good. It looks cute. It evolves into different styles uh, depending on which Pokemon game you have. So oh, that's, that's like a yeah, okay. attack style, a sh- shield style.
3: Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Um, uh, that's kinda they're clever. Adding... One of them is fighting dark type. Yeah. And one of the the I'm guessing the shield one is fighting water type. That makes sense. That's yes. that's clever. Anyway.
4: Uh they're adding in two hundred Pokemon. So old Pokemon. Yes. Pokemon you've seen before. Also new forms of them as well. So oh, cool. Galarian forms. The uh, one of the so like Ultimately, I think we're like 100 off from every single Pokemon existing in this game again. Are they not going to just do those 100 eventually? I probably... <laughs> I don't know. They're like so close, I feel like... Had they not said they weren't going to do that explicitly? Yeah, they, I mean, they said they weren't because of balanced reasons and... I don't know if it was like that. Was just like what they were, their excuse was during development. Yeah, and they knew they were going to do the the DLC and add these Pokemon. Or if in. they've
3: since been like, we have to fucking do <laughs> right. this. Right,
4: like people
3: are Poke fans. We're listening. Yeah,
4: <laughs> they haven't. They they didn't message it that way at all. They're just like, and there'll be two hundred returning faces to this to, in these regions. God,
3: what if it was just? What if it was just NPC trainers <laughs> from past games?
4: Oh my god! That would god. be sick. That would uh, oh what
3: blissful! Uh, yeah, the
4: fucking. Uh, what's extra funny? I noticed during this fucking to me at least was that as they were show, when they were saying these words of like two hundred new Pokemon, they were showing like mo- the like Pokemon models in like in Maya. Like wow, we're, like we're making just straight like, like straight up. We're just working like, on this right working, now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's very funny.
3: Uh, I I will say, uh, the watching that trailer, the coolest thing for me was all the new fashion and hairstyles and stuff. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of dope.
4: They look really great. Uh, I Pokemon love the new Slowpoke.
3: Yes. Was,
4: why it has gold on its head? Why is it a Boris Johnson
3: slowpoke? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Fuck. I don't know. Apparently, the shiny makes it Homer Simpson. It's like all yellow. It's all yellow. Okay. Yeah. It's better. It's good. Uh, it turns into it, it when it evolves it has like a little capelet looks gotcha. like it looks like a weird vampire it looks great uh um,
3: and they also announced a remake of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon the yes. original Pokemon mystery dungeon yes um
4: which I never played
3: it's cool it's it's has it shares heritage with Sharon the wanderer mm-hmm. which is um a or at least I think it does the the I believe the mystery dungeon games uh are all I'm pretty sure all by were originally by Chunsoft, which had a, there was a first one that I don't remember the name of, but the one that I jumped on, the one that got me into it was the Sheer and the Wanderer. Um, I think it was probably Sheer and the Wanderer 2 that eventually got ported to DS, and that game is fantastic. Uh, and so, like, I checked in on Pokemon Mystery Dungeon when it first came out, but I didn't, I didn't like fall in love with it at the time, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, I can, I can fuck around with that. It looks gorgeous. It has such a yeah, cool look.
4: It's got a great, uh, like, illustrated style that they're going for there's a button on the menu on the main menu that says appreciate artwork where you can it. like get rid of the menu and just appreciate the backward illustrations because they're very nice that's nice um i don't know what the game is like because i've played the uh intro like 15 probably 20 times at this point mm. uh where you do a personality quiz to figure out what pokemon you are what pokemon are you uh undecided no, because but you've done this personality quiz. quiz is bullshit. And it really wants me to be fucking mud. Oh, she so just I didn't like mud it. Mudkips. I fucking hate it. Can we it. <laughs> do
3: the personality quiz?
4: What's the personality quiz? Yeah. Well, this is the this is the thing too is that it's random. Who should? What do you mean it's random? There are, and I keep getting. I've done this twenty times. There are different questions. I keep getting new questions that I haven't seen before. Who's doing
3: it? Who wants to be a Pokemon? Who wants to be a Pokemon? Rob, can we make you a Pokemon?
4: Rob, do you want to find no. out the, your true self as no, a Pokemon? It's definitely, Rob.
0: <laughs> it has to be Rob. Let's Patches. find out where Rob is. Let's do it. Let's go. All right, pull it up. Welcome. He's going to be the most irritated by it. Yeah, so that's exactly. Our Before away. I
4: can let you through to the portal to the world of Pokemon, I have several questions for you. I want you Who's to answer, answer them
2: sincerely. i need sincerely. proud of be being a mudkip. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fucking, I hate. I I got no. First, I got Skitty, which was shops also that bad. Mudkip is rocking. Oh hell yeah! <sighs> and then I got Bulbasaur. I was like, this feels Bulbasaur is right. nice. You could be a Bulbasaur is great, yeah. but that, at that point, I was like, I'm curious. What happens? Why? Why did it change? I answered mostly the same. I got some new questions. I wonder how many new questions there are. I redid it. New questions again. Fucking mudkip. New questions. Wow, Eevee, mudkip again. Machop. Mudkip. Mudkip. How many times have you done this quiz? Like twenty. I told you. Pick, oh do it one more time Evie? and that's it. That's the we're Mudkip, doing it. Who is asking Evie? Rob these
3: questions? I'm imagining Mudkip, Mudkip? I'm imagining the room from the beginning of Blade Runner. No. Where Holden It's a, wow. it's, a it's a white Holden orb. Holden is sitting across the table. It's a white orb. That's not that's not Agent it, Holden. It's talking to you. This mm. is what you're.
4: This is who you're responding to, Rob. I'm holding up. Oh, right. I see yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. So you're floating in the ether yeah. here in the void. I'm basically uh, talking right. to a particle effect. Got it. It says
4: <laughs> make sure to answer these sincerely. Okay.
3: All right. No irony here. All right. Let- we left irony in 2019. We're <laughs> sincere now. Let the interview begin. The new, new sincerity.
4: Here we go. It's loading. Great. The, is, the, new sin- the new sincerity do is a others, thought cabinet. Do others often call you childish? Yes or no?
2: <laughs> no. Absolutely. No. Can we actually <laughs> answer?
0: Austin, can we answer these for Rob? Yeah. Whatever. Yes. Rob, least- you're taken out. You're. you're back <laughs> uh, Mr. Bisky, you can go hang out over there. Uh, all right. So. Kato, give us the question again. or I guess, did you already answer it? Yeah, yeah already uh, answered, which, which was yeah. no. No one called up. And it is a no. I agree, yeah, I agree with that. Your with that.
4: friend fails to show uh-huh. up for a meeting at the promised time. What do you oh, do? Boy, he, would, he would be so fucking <laughs> irritated. <Whatever I'm... laughs> Become irritated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait patiently. Get nope. angry and bail. I think it's get irritated.
3: Rob wouldn't bail. Yeah, it's definitely getting. He would have he to be aware, ver- though. He would. Yeah, he, he, would, would, wait. he would wait.
4: But
0: the, the waiting Rob is implying has that like, all
4: the way away from his mic. Yeah, he's, irri- he's irritated. He's irritated
0: that we're talking about him being irritated. Because it's reinforcing- true. Yeah. Yeah, it's irritated. Dang.
4: Okay. All right. Next. Are you not... A friend brought over something you'd forgotten. How do you thank your friend? Say thank you regularly. Say thanks with a joke. Say thanks, but be cool.
0: Bake something with the option D. Um,
3: <laughs> Say thanks regularly. Say, again? Say thanks regularly. What Say the thanks with a joke.
4: With a joke. Say thanks, but be cool. I
3: think I think it's, with a. Think with a,
4: with you a, think joke? a joke?
3: It's I either think, joke or be cool. But I don't know yeah. really what they think mean. Think regularly
0: seems like you're just overdoing, like downplaying. It. Yeah. 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 You're right. Almost Rob, like Rob, thanks Rob again for the would, cord or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because Robert responded like with a gesture, so maybe cool is more That's what I think cool, right.
3: yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Hey, man, thanks. Right, cool. Here yeah. is a bottle of something to drink. You want me to get you a beer? Oh, yeah. man, thanks. Yes. I needed that power cord. I'm going to go get a beer. Mm-hmm. Would you like a beer? Thanks, but be cool. Mm-hmm.
4: All right. <laughs> Say thanks, but be cool. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever made a pitfall trap? Yes or no? Absolutely, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
3: Absolutely, he's going to talk to us about a Three Kingdoms game in like twenty minutes. And go, oh yeah. wow, there's pitfall
0: traps now. When, and when you said pitfall trap, and no, there's no uh, signifier that has to be like a physical object in Correct. the real world. Like Rob has made all sorts of pitfall rhetorical traps. ones,
3: like everything. Rob is saying no, but he absolutely has. This is a pitfall trap. He's trying to trick us.
4: It's the summer festival. Do you like carnivals? Love them. Don't care. Oh, he loves them. He loves
0: the he loves the summer carnival. I, the, no, this is the thing is, I guess talked, he loves a winter carnival. We have to
3: talk about what a summer carnival is here because the word festival. Say, we read the question again. It's the summer festival. The summer festival. Do you like mm. carnivals? Is this a trick question? (laughs) I want to say that this is a weird translation. Yeah. Because I think in the Japanese, what we're talking about here is exactly what Rob would like, which is you're walking through like a bunch of awesome, like a marketplace where there's little stands that are all cooking really great food. People have, there's traditions at work here. There's some sort of local historical custom. Oh, wow. There's a shrine to a local spirit and you can learn the history (laughs) of this local town. Like stuff that Rob would eat up. But for the translation, Uh they've been like, do you like? Carnivals, yeah. <laughs> what do you fucking think about about su- raw sugar? Just drink it. You like that shit? And the answer is maybe still yes. Maybe that's still a good <laughs> time. What t- do you think about sideshows? Is that a different? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, is that the next question? <laughs> no. So I think Patrick, we say yes. I think we have probably.
0: to. I think we have to go with yes because okay. I think we could fit even Pokemon's definition yes. to work, even if it's not the one that we would go for. Rob's yeah, theory. all right. but I, I say we go more yes than no more love yes them. than no love them do
4: you sometimes run out of things to do all of a sudden <laughs> no absolutely not <laughs> no
1: Rob's what?
0: got a
4: list and he just moves on to the
1: next thing <laughs> right you
0: know list. that right. list doesn't end <laughs> he just right. it, when the list is over he makes a new list Look, he's got he <laughs> held <yelled laughs> up
2: his list he held up his list
3: Oh if the my list God. ends,
0: that's just you fucked up because you should have the another last, list. The, and, yeah, the last right. thing on the
3: list is
4: add more to the list. <laughs> <laughs> He's checked something off his list. A foreign person has started up a conversation with you. To be honest, what? you don't a foreign person. A foreign person. So what do they mean? What do they mean <laughs> by that? someone to be honest, you don't have a clue what this fellow is saying? How do you reply? Okay. So someone who doesn't speak your language is yeah, trying sure. to okay. talk okay. to right. you. Uh say, the three the, the options phrasing of that question is a horse Johnson yeah, is it's in a this game. <laughs> the fuck? Ha ha, yes, very funny. Um could you say that again? Right. Well, I gotta go. Right, so right can you say
3: wait, that again?
2: It has to be give us re- our wait, so my three options open. are to fuck this up, like
4: come percent. A hundred percent. You don't know what, what, what this again? person is saying. You don't know what this person. The the first one is ha, ha yes very funny. Um, he could, do you he do could you say, could that, say that again? Could you say that again? Right. Well, I gotta go. Right.
0: No. It, will no. Because he,
4: he would to try disengage. and hear it. He would try and hear the, the work out the phonetics. Yeah. And then yeah. He would
0: like be looking it up on Google <laughs> Translate or something. <laughs> okay.
4: All yeah. right. He would not be so dismissive. And yeah, absolutely. There is a scream from behind a door. How will you react? Yank opened the door. Scream in unison. <laughs>
0: in
1: unison. He would scream.
0: Uh, Rob wants to say that he would open the door, but he would scream. <laughs>
3: This scenario, I need to, I want video of this. I need,
0: can we please, I'm going to put a request into the world. If someone could draw a version
2: of that question with both options. There's only two options. Yeah,
3: that's that's it. it. Open the door. Open
2: the door to investigate or begin screaming. begin
3: screaming in unison. (laughs) Not back, not because you're scared, in unison. Yeah, together with. This is tough. I don't know about this one. Oh my god! Can we phone a friend? Can this be when we ask someone else? Can we ask Rob? We I was Rob ask Cotto, ones? but I, we could ask oh. Rob, I guess. <laughs> Rob, what do you would would you scream back or would you open the door?
2: I mean, the most likely outcome here is that I open the door and begin screaming. True, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I mean, like I'm not going. I'm not. I'm going to be startled. I'm not sure I'm going to start screaming, but I might regret opening that door to investigate. I might also feign like I didn't hear shit.
4: This <laughs> is a be secret like, third option that be I don't be find on anything compelling
2: about that door. <laughs> let's, let's just let's just walk away. Yeah, yeah. Could you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to go. God. Uh, I'd right. probably start screaming in unison.
4: Okay. Okay. Like, okay.
2: Between those two options, like. Throw that door open or like be like, brah, yeah, like yeah. Orson wells in the champagne commercial. Uh, yeah. Do you want to play as a boy or a girl? Who cares? Yeah. That's
4: not an option, right? No, you can play
2: whoever you want. No, I know, but I'm just. Well, is oh, it, oh, is you, it, this is, is just a like character. It, I have creation. to choose. Yeah. 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 Huh? Okay. Interesting. You guys can answer for me.
3: I'm trying to think of characters that Rob has made, right? I, I really he play. He doesn't play a lot of games with character creation, right? It's like, which maybe means he would like Rob is a cis dude, I believe. I, as far as I know, Rob. Rob is nodding, and I wasn't gonna. I'm sorry if I was gonna out you there. That's not what my <laughs> intention was, and if that had happened, we would have cut it out. Yeah. Anyway, I believe Rob is a cis dude, and I think he would be like, you know what? Let me play as a woman. I play lots of games as like. Bald headed straight dudes, because that's what video games gives me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me play as a cool lady in 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 Pokemon UK.
0: That's always been my approach. To, like that's why that's why uh, how I end up choosing. So yeah. I can see I see the logic there. Yeah, so. I, I have, I, that's right. the, that's at least when we can make an argument for. I said Pokemon
3: of, UK, but
4: that's not what this game is. No, this is no. a different thing. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyways, here right, we yeah. go. That works. Results. Results. I'm excited. You appear to be the Hardy type.
3: Yeah, true. Hearty, like hardy,
2: like H A R D Y. Oh, yes. oh, Hardy. Hardy.
3: Heart, wait, what? H A R D Y. Yeah.
2: Austin was like, no, they're gregarious type Pokemon. <laughs> <What>? Wait. Okay. <laughs> no, the yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay, what, the okay. cool can hang. Uh, I thought it was gonna
3: be hearty. Like vigorous. Like isn't that the same? That's spelled different. Aren't they just aren't those no? Hardy
2: with a D means like. I guess they're similar. Difficult to eradicate or kill. Like, it's right. survivable. Yes, durable. like a, a roast. Hearty is hard. means, like, ah, Austin, well met, brother. Yeah, Rob. Right. And then That's we grip true. forearms. And then we, yeah, we grip forearms. And more. then we're like, shall we quaff some <laughs> ale? <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, Rob. Um, anyway, Hardy is still Hardy. true. It's uh, the descriptions here. Uh, you do your homework diligently. This is a game for kids. You know, you know to eat properly. Yeah. You have strong willpower that lets you complete tasks, yeah. however tough. Yeah, all that's true. But you can also be stubborn to the point of even feuding with friends. Yes. Nothing yeah, will go accurate. right for you when you're irritated, <laughs> so learn to laugh it off. Yeah. A hardy, per- hardy yeah, with H A R D Y You don't know me. A hardy person Jane?
3: like you <laughs> should be almost spit my coffee. Very Here close. We go.
4: <laughs> Pikachu. Pikachu! The Pokemon what? Pikachu. Pikachu! Pikachu! <laughs> oh, come on, Pikachu! Pikachu! Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Hold it up to the camera! Okay, there
2: you go. I mean, That's that guy cool. is the detective.
3: He is a detective.
2: That's
4: true. No, but this P- is not Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. No, it's just a Pikachu with a heart tail.
3: Uh, Kato's
0: right. This program is
4: bullshit. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> not even a Rauchu? Not even a. Nah. Not even a Snorlax? Yeah, what are the options? This doesn't even make right sense. What do for Hardy. No! I think that's no, a, no that isn't Pikachu's
0: right. Pikachu's a meek little, uh, not okay, meek well, but meek. fast,
4: agile. Yeah, yeah. fast. Uh, yeah, uh, you know we have got Cyndaquil, quick, quick attack. It's like one of the big yeah starting attacks. We got see. I feel like Cubone is Hardy. Cubone is Hardy. So yeah. here's a theory. Yeah,
2: they took an existing personality quiz from somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> they threw it into their game. Yeah. But they didn't actually put much effort into, like, connecting the Pokemon available mm-hmm. to the quiz.
4: Uh, probably, I guess. I feel like maybe it has something to do with Pokemon nature. Like, that's a nature. That's a that's a. Or do Or
2: is it or is this a Pikachu We Hardly Knew You situation? Like, is this? Right. Could be. People think Pikachu's one way, because, like, oh, he's so cute. You but know what? Like. Maybe the Ash's game. Pikachu is getting fucked up constantly, right? right.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I just I just had to imagine, Rob, you made me think of Pikachu delivering the Marlo Stanfield line. You want it to be one way, but it's the other way. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: how that movie should That's ended. how that
3: movie ends, yeah, 100%. Uh,
2: all the Pokemon are standing around there looking sad, <laughs> and, like, Pikachu finally just, like, it's like crackles lightly with lightning and launches into that speech <laughs> and then just walks away. For
3: what it's worth, <laughs> Pikachu really wants you to know that his name is his name. <laughs> That's why he's always saying it. Uh, uh All right. This is someone recently, M- a friend of mine, a friend of mine. Mewtwo's
2: got a lot of bodies on him. Is, <laughs>
3: Put putting bodies in the uh in the abandoned houses. Um someone recently was like uh my friend M was was opining that not enough people remember the wire and people should go watch the wire. The wire's great. Anyway. Uh, that's the character we were just referencing. That was not just a non sequitur. I wasn't just like, <laughs> by the way, the wire. Anyway, so Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, that's out
4: soon. Right? I don't think they said. Did they not? What I am I think thinking so. of being soon The the, the demo came out yeah it was I like announced that like the pokemon mystery dungeon oh remake, you know what march march, march is my uh, brain my brain's like oh, wait wait a second oh, march 6th yeah that's out. that is soon that's soon that's soon uh
3: any other news we want to talk about before we talk about games
0: that we played actually played. uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh well one i just want to someone proposed a premise for this new batman game that actually got me excited um hmm. so, is that
3: confirmed at this point that it's another batman game yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We definitely know it's a Batman game. Um, and it's coming from WB Montreal. Um, oh, right. Rocksteady this is not doing, the Rocksteady doing, game. No, okay. Rocksteady's game. So who knows? Maybe that'll get announced next month at uh, the, the PS5 event that's, right. that's happening. But, um, and, to that to but, the uh, uh, so, folks like,
4: of a full it, Metal they, Alchemist game. What? <laughs> I'll show you this. It'll make sense. Uh, no <laughs> one's,
3: what? No one's making you a full Metal Al- Rocksteady is not making not, a full Metal Alchemist no,
4: game. I'll show you. Okay. Are you, talking, are you saying that to society? I think so. I'll
3: <laughs> show you, <laughs> like a Batman fucking, villain. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, Sorry, what is the so Batman premise? They've been slowly teasing this. Let me. I'm going to link this into our podcast uh, chat. Um, like they've been teasing this game long enough that it, like New York Comic Con. Oh wait, uh, cl- click that, and then you'll you'll get the thread. Um, but. Um, I, like, built an article in our CMS for, like, a Batman game. Like, built out. I was like, cool, they're going to announce this tomorrow. Like, we'll just publish this when it goes live. And, like, I've right. been sitting there for six months. Um, and they've been slowly teasing out this image. And this image is, like, all these circles. And there's, like, one, two, three, four. There's six circles around that yeah. appear to be factions. And there's four circles in the middle. It's a so potentially eight circle. This is why you um, think it's a formal yes, Alchemist game. Yeah, I see. Absolutely. And so, potentially, maybe that's eight enemy factions but it's probably six enemy factions and then four it's like um uh mike williams over at uh, mm. uh us gamer proposed like his interpretation of what this could be this isn't like inside knowledge but he said so we pretty much all agree this is going to be a batman game with factions and a nemesis right i wonder if the four middle circles will be playable characters and the notion that you could have like four different members of like the bat family who have different like nemesises happening over the course of like six like because for some reason like Warner Brothers does not really evolve that much on the nemesis system even though it makes total sense for like a faction gang based Batman game and the idea that you could be playing like four different bat characters in which you have different sort of villains and like enemies spread across Like pollinated between six different, like totally different factions, sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, I just hope that's actually the game that they're making because I was not interested in playing another. I know Kevin Conroy said he's not act, he's not doing the voice in whatever this game is, but like I was not interested in just another Batman game with like another you know gallery of villains and like some other part where we're running around some other part of Gotham City. But like that is like fundamentally like interesting. That could be super. Cool. So I just want to shout that out. That
3: looks. Yeah, that would be. I mean, that's been the thing that we've been saying for years. That like people, people who who tweet about video games have been tweeting for years. They should put the Nemesis system in a Batman game. (laughs) It'd be cool. There'd be villains. It'd be cool. Uh, The two logos that they've revealed so far are like uh, GCB and Joker. Is that what you're reading that as? I could. I definitely see. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that that's the Gotham?
2: I don't know the di- mm. the diamonds evokes cards, but that could be Al Ghul, maybe. I guess.
3: I guess. You yeah. think the other one though is the police department because of like the eagle and the badge. Is that yeah. what you said? I mean, it's yeah. it's,
2: it's it's pretty monarchist though. For, it is. There's for, a crown, but, which is weird. But Gotham but. is kind of like that. Gotham's a weird place. Yeah. Yeah. They're not well, a- also one of the early rumors that it was
0: going to be mm. a Court of Owls game. So you know, maybe it won't be called Court of Owls, but. You know, the notion of a you know long standing like underground dynasty that has his hands in a Billy really different parts of Gotham City. Well it would be
2: easy to see perfect them. perfect for really forcing tie-ins to other characters too. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh it also would would be easy to
3: see them being one of these six circles or whatever, you
2: know? Okay. So here's the thing. Just if if you're doing factions, just make no man's land. Just fucking yeah. do yeah. that story yeah. arc it yeah. lends itself perfect to a video game literally the first book of no man's land has a map of gotham city yeah. and the territory the factions have carved out for themselves and the map changes as the gang wars continue that would be a like, very and it's that's a fucking yeah. video game <laughs> it it's ar- what arkham it city should have been was, right but they couldn't do it yeah yeah like, especially yeah, like the dream be, version
3: of this is that it's systems driven, that there are actually conflicts over territory happening between the factions and that you're like pushing them in different directions.
2: That could be fun. Right. And the nemesis system would dovetail really nicely there because one of the things that happens throughout, like a lot of Batman arcs, the stakes continue to escalate as yeah. it goes on. But like in No Man's Land, when the different members of the Bat family start uh, – allying, lining up against, uh, some of the villains, they start experiencing some really swift success as they begin breaking the villains hold in parts of the city. But like the villains begin figuring some shit out pretty quick and they begin identifying weak points pretty fast. And it leads to some pretty surprising twists and some pretty great battles. Uh, yeah. Huntress stand outside a, a hospital in Gotham is probably one of my favorite, uh, Batman comic moments. The –
3: there's another image that has even more – people have have added additional icons that had been teased Mm. to this map and some of them look similar enough to each other that I'm like, wait, is this actually – what is that? Maybe these don't yeah, those belong two, the, here. The,
0: both those pieces of fire just look like maybe two different versions of the same clip art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For, or like, you're leveling
3: up down that path, or like that's like a skill tree getting increased. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um Who knows? But but we'll see. So we'll what, see. Man, be... somebody
2: involved in the marketing for this game like saw Wicked and the Divine and just <laughs> yeah, lost their fucking the, mind. Yeah, totally. God. So with the
0: four uh, bat so what? Nightwing, Batgirl. Robin and Huntress
2: I Huntress. think this would be, Huntress. yeah Huntress <laughs> would be a big, if you're
3: doing if you're doing the donors Land story
2: you do Huntress Do the complete incoherence of the Bat family you got the Bat Uh-huh mm-hmm. you got Batwoman yeah mm-hmm. you got yeah. Batgirl mm-hmm. you got Batman you got Nightwing you got an assortment of Robins just a bunch of <laughs> every, Robins Every
4: Robin
3: Yeah there's a bunch of Robins out there So
2: you, you, got, you got Damien, you got Tim, but is Tim is like, it which out there yeah. murdering people yeah. as yeah. an assassin? Yeah. is he still like a Robin? Is he yeah. good now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Well,
0: but the, theoretically, they're not going to abandon, even established. though it's is Steady, Like, be, like uh, Arkham Origins was still within that timeline. It was just a prequel. Um, so this would probably take place after the trilogy and like pick it up from there, which is why Kevin Conroy wouldn't be in it, because- Spoilers: Batman wouldn't be in it, um, and right. I just I, I forget where they leave the like like I don't know. I forget what the legacy characters are in like the main line. Like Bat, uh,
3: how did? Yeah, I never got around to beating uh, Arkham Knight. Does that leave? Does someone like pick up the cowl at the end and like Man, I I'll carry on? Being what's the last one? Arkham Knight, right?
4: Knight? yeah, Arkham Knight. The spoilers for that game, I guess.
3: I'm, yeah, apparently. We're in it.
0: Uh, uh, Added to the to the description, at least. Yeah, yeah. let's see. To save Robin and Gordon, Batman surrenders to Scarecrow. Scarecrow reveals Bruce Wayne to the world. Yada, yada, yada. After Batman ensures that Gotham is safe, Gordon dispatches the police to reclaim the streets, and Batman activates the Nightfall Protocol to protect his loved ones. Surrounded by reporters, Batman returns to Wayne Manor, where he's greeted by Alfred as the parent of the manor It explodes, seemingly killing them both, sometimes later. Gordon, now mayor of Gotham, prepares to attend uh, Oracle and Robin's wedding. Elsewhere, two muggers attack a family in the alley, but are confronted by a nightmarish figure resembling Batman. So it's like
3: people suggest that Batman may not be dead, but has transformed into a different version of Batman. Man, bat? I don't know. Or someone Bruce Wayne no, is dead is a new Batman.
2: Yeah,
0: I bet he's just like steps back as just like a uh, you know
2: like a. Kind of oversee <laughs> supernumery like emeritus role.
3: Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. I just like to advise. Oh, Batman Beyond. Oh, if they did a Batman Beyond <laughs> game. No
4: fucking slap.
3: Terry McGinnis. What's good? Yeah.
4: They just they just they just turn him
0: into a quest giver.
3: Yeah. Basically. Uh, I'd be curious to see what that game is. We'll see. Uh, you think next that, next that month idea at, that event? at
0: least? I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like everything's being saved for. Well, I don't know. So there's apparently going to be a PS5 event. Uh, announced pretty soon that, that that machine will get unveiled and properly in February. Um, and I saw Jason Schreier out here tweeting this morning that um, not saying that like E3 is dead, but that uh, it sounds like increasingly Sony might not attend E3, which just makes for a really weird, wild year. I mean, then again, what does that mean? Does it mean that they announce a big. Their own thing that yeah. is like still E3 week. Um, yeah, but uh, I would like them to announce that sooner rather than later, so we could figure out our budget for the year. Mm-hmm, because I don't be great. like <laughs> if, if suddenly we weren't going to E3, but are you going to E3 because Microsoft is there? So you then send few. I don't know. So is Microsoft see. confirmed
3: to be doing an event during E3 week this year?
0: They've done. They've done it in the past. I think they're they're okay. Like if Sony said no to E3, E3 would still exist. In some ways, it just becomes a de facto Microsoft event, right? And they, they, I think they would see a benefit. I think it, like it's win win for each side. I think Sony doing its get own out of their way, yeah, mm. and and like having their own attention helps them. I think Microsoft doing owning E three for whatever it is and just turning it into their version of. Uh, you know, an Xbox event is also like good for them, so I don't think it like hurts anyone except for E three probably. <laughs> but fuck them anyway. It, I'll yeah. be honest; um, it makes it
3: harder for. I mean, we knew when, so, Sony was not. Sony did an event last E three, but they were not on the show floor, right? Am I misremembering that? Or Microsoft? Was no, on the they show just floor. they no. just weren't. They fully E3 last were not yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, yeah.
0: which made sense because they had almost nothing to show except for a couple of games.
3: Dude, E three was rough this year. This yeah. past year, yeah. I, doing even, Oh man, we'll see. They're the new E3 plan that Nintendo? came out of, yeah, Nintendo's there. They'll, they'll be be there. there. they'll be there. They'll be they'll there. They'll be there.
0: And there'll be lots of third-party next-gen stuff. So, like, there'll be right. enough to, yeah. like, make it an event. But increasingly, it's... There will be, it's, there'll yeah. be games
3: that you can buy on PS5 there. Mm-hmm. Whether or not mm-hmm. they're running on PS5 kit, probably not, but...
0: Or at a Sony booth.
3: Certainly not at a at, Sony booth, right, if, if they're not there. EA's but. not
0: going to come back. EA's got their own own thing at this point. Do you think so. that
3: stays as part of E3 week? Probably. probably that probably. needs to be probably. attached to something like that,
4: right?
0: And I bet yeah. so. My guess is Sony's, I wouldn't be shocked if they stayed within that orbit and just wanted to have their own space. To, they, to do if stuff, you're Sony, do you, you go
3: the week before or the week after?
4: Before,
0: probably before. You right? don't want
3: to react? Do you yeah. want to be reacted
0: to? They right. well, in history, well, I will say historically, they've gone last. They yeah. ha- that has been their position in the past, is uh, you can wait for us, and Microsoft's <laughs> position has always been.
3: We're ready to go. Let's, let's go end this conversation as soon as possible. Yeah, mm. totally.
0: Uh, which is interesting given the uh, the uh, little bit of news that came out late last week was that, like, Microsoft has explicitly said for some undetermined amount of time, but I would say, let's say two years. I feel like that's maybe uh, – the, the determined amount of time is probably dependent on how <laughs> sales go. Yeah. Like, it's probably not even internally figured out where this line will will get crossed. But essentially for a decent amount of time – all the games that come out don't come out for X, you know, Xbox Series X. There's nothing exclusive to Series X. There will be games that just come out for Xbox, and that presumably includes everything from the base level Xbox One to an Xbox Series X um, for at least the, let's say, first two years. It'll come out, or at least play, on everything. What that means is probably, like, Lord knows, like, games like are pretty rough on the original Xbox as it is. Yeah. Um, but... Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're gonna. I doubt they make that. Or I'll be curious if they make that like a third party requirement, um, or if that'll just be up to third parties. Um, but Sony hasn't hasn't said specifically. But Jason Schreier um, and I've heard this as well is that there are just going to be straight up, you know, surprise PS- like exclusive. PS5 yeah. only games yeah. because Sony is going in a direction which is consistent with their past, which is they want to sell, har- they use uh, software to sell hardware. And Microsoft is moving in a direction where they are increasingly interested in being hardware agnostic. Yeah, service-based. Bring service people based, into the like they At some point, if they can, you want to run our Xbox games on an Apple TV that has an Xbox or even a PlayStation controller connected to it, like, cool. Yeah, why not? They us your 60 bucks. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and those are just different, Different models that I think actually can both be really successful. Like I don't think like one existing without the other. I think it may actually just be more that Microsoft as a company that fits the future of of them as a uh, like a lar- as like a company like writ large, and that's also that's just not Sony. Um, but I still think it's interesting the idea that you could hold on to a box and wait till you it dies or you see how the pitch of the hardware is compelling enough that you that you want to do like I, I i sort of get like i don't play on 4k like i'm gonna buy it because that's my job um but like if you're just playing 1080p and like you have an x uh, xbox one x you might, you might be able to get through that first wave of games and it's fine and it's fine yeah
3: yeah yeah totally totally um all right let's take a break and come back we can talk about stuff we played recently and, and see if there's anything else going on brb
1: the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
3: We are back. Uh, did anyone play anything more current than my list of games, which, let me just double-check it here, is Star Wars The Old Republic, Final Fantasy XII, and Final Fantasy XIV. No? No one else? No, just ha- someone. I
0: mean, has I'm so current. <laughs> I'm <embargoed. laughs> can, Rob, can Rob talk around an NDA? Probably. Rob? Yeah. I heard you've
2: been playing some Three Total War Three Kingdoms. Yeah. is great. <laughs> I mean, we already knew it was great. Yeah, it was in your top um, ten
3: list. We talked about it. Yeah.
2: at the end of the year, still great. No, so I've been I've been playing a bit of uh, the Mandate of Heaven expansion, which uh, is going like basically moves up the starting date to the, like to the very beginnings of the yellow turban revolt. Ah, uh, and so sort of the cool thing is it once has like its own vibe for that first phase of the campaign. But apparently the playthrough will let you continue on into the three kingdoms. Uh, right. So So this is
3: like literally like the end of the Han dynasty, that Han dynasty, the the pre yeah. rise of the Yellow Turban like
2: rebellion the, the or yeah so it's it's actually is it, actually kind of cool and we're beginning to like what I will say is um you know if you've read the Romance of the Three Kingdoms like there's kind of two things that are happening concurrently and they're not actually driving one another. One is that sort of Han misrule has allowed a lot of the countryside to fall into various forms of disorder, right? There's a lot of bad governors uh, who are not like responsibly handling anything. There is an increasingly disenfranchised and enraged uh, peasantry in various parts of China and the Han Empire has basically lost conviction in itself, right? Increasing number of Han nobles and governors are looking at the state of things and they're like, eh, this thing's coming down, right? And, and some aren't. Some still think this thing can be turned around or salvaged or the things are basically hunky dory. But there's an increasing number of nobles who are beginning to form uh, relationships independent of the uh, – of, of the emperorship, basically, of, of the dynasty. And concurrently with that, you have the rise of a group of like a, a, a cult or a band of religious fanatics or mass movement, depending how how you want to characterize yeah. it, uh-huh. um, that is beginning to sweep the countryside. And so this campaign sort of tries to bring that out. And it introduces some new campaign dynamics uh, to to try to get at that story. I don't want to get too far into it because at that point we are starting to move into things that are not uh, like publicly Part just, yeah, available. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I can't so I can't go too far. But I will say my I, my playthrough had to be aborted because um, so a quirk of the Total War series, and this has been like this for ages. But if you think about it, this makes perfect sense the game changes depending on your hardware. Hmm. Sure. Uh, if you want bigger armies with more units, and more individual actors on the screen, it probably helps if your PC can handle modeling those bigger armies and all those individual soldiers mm-hmm. and all the shit that's going to be happening on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I installed this update, I didn't check to see if any settings have been changed. So uh-huh. I just launched into the game And because the campaign sort of the whole structure of this thing is things start kind of calm, but they begin to ramp up as, as things go, as things go sideways. It took me a bit to realize that there were some weird quirks to this campaign. I open up one of my armies and one of my cavalry units only has seven dudes in it. Hmm. And I'm like, Wow, this must be an epic band of heroes. Boy, things are different in this expansion, <laughs> 7 cavalrymen. Man, these late Han cavalry, oh, each one must yeah. be the must have the might of 10 warriors. Each one is like a little Lu Bu. And then I was like, what about this band of peasant spearmen? 40, huh? 40, 40 dudes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and I realized that like basically the biggest army I can amass is going to look like those 1980s BBC historical dramas yeah. where it's like the same dozen extras <laughs> being like run around in front of the camera. It like shot from like a medium yeah, shot. It's like can... clearly someone's lawn and it's like <laughs> we're here at the battle of Waterloo and Forward, so like, men and then
3: around behind the camera and back around <laughs> so that we can simulate yes. there being
2: more of you. <laughs> yeah uh and so that was kind of a campaign that was taking shape and so i had to bail out because i'll be damned if i fight like i'm not fighting the three kingdoms on like uh 80s bbc budget right, the point like no no, no kingdoms, we're going the prestige level like <laughs> we're going straight to <laughs> yeah the three we're Duchies. Going, we're going straight to like current hbo yeah yeah gotcha gotcha uh the but yeah i money, mean the peak tv money yeah yeah I will say though, uh, Austin, did you get a code for this? I don't. I I only
3: got email back like two days ago, so maybe maybe it bounced off my email okay. and vice. vice did you? Have you seriously
2: still not put much time into this at all?
3: I put like six hours into it when it came out, but that's not yeah. real time in a total. War I think game. this
2: might be the one that get, gets okay. you in. This also it is the time of the
3: year where I could do that. Do you know what I mean? Where I don't feel like I'm buried under yeah. other stuff. So, so yes, I will but, definitely. Like, I,
2: Add to the list. As someone who's been reading the Three Kingdoms and like been getting into it, I'm like, ah, this. So this is that early stuff that we're getting to. I remember this guy. He ate shit really early in the book, but here he's fine.
3: <laughs> Wait, why was he fine in the game? Oh, because it just because you he's made not him dead fine. yet. Because you oh okay, yeah fucked see. up yet. <laughs> I
2: see. I see. I see. He uh, hadn't been like, I'm marked by destiny. Peace out, y'all. God. The um.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think it just hit at a bad time last year, both in terms of what I was – where my schedule was and also where my, uh, where my interest was in that style of game. Because the Total War-specific style of strategy game requires a certain degree of investment in, like, wanting to win and not just tinker. Do you know what I mean? And I was very much in when I was playing strategy games last year. I was like, let me just tinker around. Let me just fuck around a little bit. Let me just see what's happening here. And you can do that in Total War games, but I think to get the juice, to get the juice out of them, you gotta want to play to fucking win. And I was I was not playing to win in in mid 2019 is what I will say. <laughs> uh, I really want to shout out a, a podcast that I've listened to uh, by again by some some friends of the show, uh, Romance of the Two Networks, which is produced by Scanline Media and Abnormal Mapping. Uh, they are doing a read through of the book uh, of Romance of the Three Kingdoms uh, and like a, a podcast about their read through. It's really fun. Hmm. Romance of the Two Networks, shout out. Um, what else? Anything else, Rob? You playing anything else besides Three Kingdoms right now? Patrick, Kato. Not really. Y'all got anything? Really gotta talk to me? We talk I, about JRPGs? I,
0: I went to a, I went to the Goodwill. Yeah. Uh to drop off a bunch of clothes. Sure. And is. uh then we went through normally to try and my daughter's still young enough that those are just toys. You, you don't need new ones. Those yeah, are, fuck those that. are just fine, Just Let me tell you something um, about
3: Goodwill. You can keep going there after your daughter becomes a, like mm-hmm. a Thirteen year Aware? old. Yes. Yeah, I felt. Um, Listen, that Goodwill did me good. Look, you my can go use-
0: wild, whatever you want. Yeah, that shit is pretty I, cheap. We can afford. Like, I bought like, books at that, Goodwill. That,
3: I bought video games at Goodwill. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bought clothes at Goodwill. Yeah, like for for real, for
0: real. It's not really a place to buy games anymore. That that's oh really. Like, that's at least nice. my 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 uh. When I, I always check the, over there. Yeah, like, of course. Just to, like see, like I'm just curious, like. What ends up here? Well, one, I will tell you, we Fit balance boards end up at the Goodwill <laughs> yeah. a lot. There was a stack of seven sure. of them God in damn. a corner um, somewhere. But the actual like game selection seemed pretty uh, dire. Anyway, while I was looking for some stuff uh, for her, um, one, it's been uh, my dream to uh, – I want a golden tea machine in my house at some point. Mm. But those are, like, difficult to track down because, one – the modern ones are very expensive because they actually come attached with like a, a like a high end like television set, and so they're like just absurdly overpriced. Mm. Then the older ones are heavy and just out of circulation, so they're harder to find. So I haven't really found the one I want yet. But they they sold a uh, a uh, a golden Tea home edition, which was <laughs> listed for two hundred dollars on Amazon, which doesn't make any sense. I think I must have just gotten like an out of print sort of thing because it does, it comes with AV cables, like just a <laughs> yellow and a white, um, which is, I cannot plug into anything in my house, Of course, but how, I guess you yeah. can, but you can plug it into like one of the component slots and it'll display, but it doesn't <gasps> display correctly. Yeah. And so it's like, I guess you can, I think you can get like converter kits like to, to make it work. But, uh, I, 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 th- I think I will get it cause it doesn't. For you haven't played Golden Tee, you know it's like a you know your traditional golf game. Where it's got the little ball that you roll back and forth yeah. to, to do your swings. And this one, it doesn't roll back; it only rolls forward. So you can play it, but you get no you get no pull on the swing. You have to only just push it forward. <laughs> is this a cabinet? So work,
3: what is this? What is the Golden Tee Home it's Edition? It's just
0: like a it's like it's the equivalent of um, oh
3: I see. It's like it's just the ball and it's just a, it's just a ball and,
0: and and a couple of buttons, and then it's got a cable to plug into your TV got so you, you. can like, take it wherever you want. It's like a portable. This is not um, worth. $200, uh, for sure. No, it does not seem like it was worth $200. Um, and then the other thing I found was I kept meaning to buy this because it was going on sale a bunch like over the course of last year. Really, for like it seems like the last two years. But uh, Harmonix made a card game called Drop Mix yeah. that was pretty expensive and then just started going on fire sales at places like Amazon. <clears throat> and every time I'd think about it, I my finger would hover over buy and then rationalization would take over which is dude you have an entire cabinet full of games that you buy occasionally that you say you're going to play and like you don't touch any <laughs> of them so like what would make this one different and I was like that's right that's right I'm not going to pay 40 bucks for this Like, and then at the Goodwill it was four dollars and it's like oh, I yeah, can buy yeah, anything yeah. for four dollars um, like I, I was also worried that it wasn't going to come with all the stuff. Nope. Clearly someone just bought this on sale at Amazon and then took it to the Goodwill because um, everything was just wrapped perfectly and pristine. And so DropMix is a uh, – it's a, it's a card kind of like party game in which you download an iPhone or an iPad app that goes alongside with it to display a lot of the UI elements to, for score tracking and things like that. Um, and it comes with uh, a couple of decks of cards that are like signified into playlists. Like uh, there's like an axe set of cards that has 15. There's a um, like a robot one. And so it's split into like a, a, a sets of 15. And it comes with this uh, rectangle... Uh, card reader so each of the cards has I don't something in it that can be detected by it's music
3: um, it has music in it Patrick
0: no I know but like <laughs> like you're you're setting the card down and yeah. the reader is understanding what card you put yeah, it down. Has but I just music mean, like,
3: inside of the card and the card I just reader mean physically I just mean yeah, it's, physically it's, like it's it's, I don't it understand has music where in, inside it the soul of music the heart of the card <laughs> is music
0: oh god <laughs> Just like Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Um, so, and you're setting these cards down um, in order to play various games. Like, there's there's one that's a... Uh, I didn't quite understand the rules of the puzzle one. I was doing it with a friend while we were watching football, and I was like, this is too hard for us right now. I can't quite figure out what we're doing. But the one we ended up getting into was a game where you're trying to get to 21 points. You... Um, you so you each take two uh, playlists. Uh, so you take two sets of fifteen. So you take the thirty. You stack them on thing that reads the cards, and then you take them off. And basically, like you, there's a on the on the rectangle. There are five spots, and then in the on the iPad, the that's where like a lot of the gamey elements come into play. Like right. the rectangle is really just being used to to read, and then to direct you if there are a unique. Um, some of the cards have, uh, sort of like unique properties, like, Hey, take off all of these cards from this area. And it'll tell you like flashing, like, okay, take these cards off the deck. And so, um, let's say it's like the way that the deck is arranged is like red, blue, green, yellow, and then sometimes there are hybrids. And so if you have a yellow card and you play it on a yellow slot, then you get one point. Um, if the, the iPad says actually blues are, um, in a bonus mode, if you play a blue card, you get two points. And then the way it starts stacking is the cards have uh, power levels associated with them. So one, two, three. And so if you play a blue card and it's a level one, that sets that section at a level one, which means you to, the other person either needs to put a level one or up it to a level two. And then... You could play a level three to start, and like if you think your opponent only has level one cards, then you can just start locking them out. And then the alternative there is you can hit the drop mix button. Uh, it's a physical button on the um, the device itself, which then brings up like, a spin wheel, and that spin wheel can has like levels one, two, and three. And then I forget exactly how it works, but basically it's a way of like clearing the deck so that if you only have level one cards, you can clear some off so you can start playing those again. And so you go back and forth and it's, it's really <clears throat> fun. And the whole time the gimmick is that you're each card has music associated with it and it has different parts of it. So like it might be a vocal, like a, there's like a Carly Rae Jepsen vocal card. There's a um, like bass line from something else. And as you're playing them, you're making a real time remix of a song. And so sometimes there's like a push and pull between, well, this is the card I should play because it would be like advantageous strategically. Yeah. But I just want to see what this song fucking sounds like. And then if you get a if you make a mix that you actually think sounds dope as hell or terrible, <laughs> you can save it and then it like goes into a playlist and you can share it with people. It's really fucking yeah, cool. it works. It's really neat. It works extremely well. The the rules are they you know like anything seem really complicated at first, and then you do two rounds of it and. I could explain it to anyone in like, I can explain it better here now than watching the five and a half minute video that was explaining it. Um, The the video was fine, but it's just the nature of you know explaining rules is difficult, but um, yeah, if I don't, you probably can't find it for four bucks at a goodwill, but like, I don't know how much it has on Amazon anymore, but like 40 bucks or something like that. Like it is, it's a neat gimmick. It's just a cool way to interact with a game. And it's also just extremely fun and approachable that I think you could put it in front of people that don't, play card games and pretty quickly um you could all you know be picking up on what's happening.
3: Yeah, I I will say I've just checked online a number of different places you can get it you can get it under 50 bucks. You can get it yeah. under you can get it under 40 bucks. So Are There card nice. packs now I feel yes, like you need to dude, buy the card. packs. So that packs. is the thing. So I have a friend, oh. a friend of mine is is like way into drop mix um and she has bought a number of card packs. Uh the card packs even like new are I think they knew they're like fifteen bucks or something like that, but they were like a bunch of card packs.
0: I bet I can go on eBay and and just get pa-
3: them. Get them. Get a yeah, totally. A hundred percent. A hundred
0: percent. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's a really I can I see why it failed. Like it's it's like I can see why it didn't quite catch on, but it's absolutely worth owning because as long as you have the like there are like web service connections that like to watch on the tutorial videos, mm-hmm. but everything else should work just fine even if. You know, Harmonix. You know, is forced to pull the or whoever like manufactured this for them. Like, as long as we have the hardware and the cards, like, and you download, like, the app won't disappear from the app store. Like, right. you should be fine to just like use it. Like, it's not like a server is going to turn off and it should stop um, working. Um, but uh, it's a it's a it's a really neat thing, and it's just like uh, it's like a party trick. You know, it's like you got people over. You're just like, I'm just going to show you something neat. Yeah, like it's the kind of thing where like my daughter, you know, she's three and a half. She's not old enough to like sit down and like be patient with uh, something this complicated with rules, but she 100% within 2 seconds was like, "I put a card down and it makes cool music." Right. And just sat there stacking and cards. And there is like a party mode a where you can
3: just stack cards yeah. and mess around. Yeah, that's cool.
0: There is a, there's a so the, yeah, the the clash mode is the one I was describing. That's one of the verse modes. There's the puzzle mode. There's uh like a casual mode that's just like play cards and just like make music and then like that's all you're doing there is no game element um and 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 the uh there's another one that's like a crowd mode or something like that basically you can have up to like five people all sitting around it you each have your sets of cards and the game throws out like this is what I'm looking for, like a blue, it's a, it's a blue card. And so if you have a blue card, you can play that, and then you get punished if you put the wrong cards <clears> down. It, like, increases the asks that it's making simultaneously, like, the bigger the audience you have. So even though your pool of cards is larger, it's also the pool of mistakes is much larger because mm. you need to be keeping track of, like, the level of the cards, whether you're clearing those out. It's just, it's neat. It is one, like, it is neat as hell, and I, uh... Yeah, given how cheap it is now, I, I really can't recommend it uh enough.
3: Totally. Awesome. Cool. I'm glad that, that I'm glad that someone's talking about drop mix in twenty twenty.
0: Bring that up. I feel like it pops up all everywhere. It does every now and then like like, wow, it's come pretty up cool. on Twitter. Someone's like, This thing is this thing is cool as hell. Why didn't no one play it? Yeah. Um <laughs> and then I see like three friends go buy it. Um, so I'm the I'm the new one of I picked up the baton to tell you <laughs> the failed drop mix is actually really neat. It'd be cool um, if that
3: thing had a second life in in the in 2020 or in, in the future, like I, it is an idea that functions. I, I played it at uh, Judges Week once, and I mean, I will say the venue was not great. It was on a rooftop, which is the sort of thing you might see in a Drop Mix ad, but <laughs> it's windy on rooftops, and then you're playing a card game, mm. and that did not work always all the time, but I had a, still had a good time playing it. It's such a neat trick, it does just work. Um, shout outs to Drop Mix.
0: There's a, wor- like, there's a world where I could imagine them reimagining it where. Everyone's got a device in their pocket. If you got rid of the... Yeah,
3: if you got rid of the cards. Physical element. Yeah, like totally. if you
0: just set up an iPad um, or, or a laptop or whatever, like a big... Or even an Apple... T- you know, just a big screen. As, and then everyone yeah. had cards distributed like to their style. phone. style, yeah. Yeah. Like there's... there's You know, maybe they can't do that. that You know, the thing's run at its course. But like there's a way you can still do it. I will say like there is, there is something every time you put down a card, like a physical card, yeah. and it just gets read. There's a little bit of magic to that. But... You could make the game function, you know, uh, rules-wise, like, perfectly well if, yeah, you had just, like, a Jackbox thing where everyone's just connecting to a a web server and you're downloading the app. Yeah. Um, But there is something cool about having that fucking set of cards and just setting it down. And boom,
3: there it goes. And now – and there's, you know, Run DMC performing. It's tricky over the beat I
0: I cackled for a a solid minute. Yeah. which just show like I, the music selection is also really great, which is like no surprise coming from Harmonix, as different yeah. as a company as as they are these days. But um, like one of the vocal ones is uh, <laughs> it disturbs down with the sickness, and so you play it, and it's just ooh, waka waka ooh, waka waka, and like I didn't want to change it. I was like, I want to keep this mix forever. Like I don't, I don't want this. Is so funny. Um, it's great because it's just like that's not a non. The a company member. that didn't like music as much as a company like Harmonix is foundationally based on wouldn't put in something that is essentially a joke card, which is disturbs down with the sickness. Right. They would yeah. put in – they would just put in all popular stuff. And this – like there's such an eclectic mix to the music, which is why I want to go buy those other cards. Right, to see all the that's, combinations. that's the joy yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely.
3: Yeah. God, I – I, it would be very cool if there was a version of this thing where you were like doing a – you were going to tournaments with a deck of your like yeah I got you can I, make
0: and you can in the game you can make there's a deck there's there's a deck building aspect to it if you want to like go down that, that route. route otherwise yeah. the game just makes it and this is one thing that actually makes it easier for people that are like myself where, were who like can I get see a deck of cards and get nervous mm. and scared like I don't know what to do is that it's again like axe uh robot um you know ice cream cone like those are just those are playlists like here here is a set of balanced cards you don't have to worry about anything like this is this is just good if you just want to jump into the game and play and there's even numbers in the corner one through 15 make sure you've got all 15 cards um the ui is really smart we're like it's always telling you how many cards you should have in your hand you don't have to like ask or have a you know, someone that's like, I'm I know how these games work. I'm going to pay attention. If you haven't picked up two cards, you just tap the screen. It says you should have seven. You should have five. You should have three. It's like just keeps track of all of the shit that can sometimes make that stuff difficult for for newcomers. Yeah,
3: totally. Um, I have I've done the thing I said I was going to do last week. Mm-hmm. I said uh, I finished up Heaven's and nice. I needed palate cleanser. I needed to I needed to calibrate the old sensors because my uh, impression from from finishing Heaven's Word, Final Fantasy XIV's first big expansion, was I was like mm, I'm not really feeling it. I feel like I would rather spend this time doing some, something else. Uh, I feel like I had better times with MMOs in the past. I feel like I've had better times with Final Fantasy games in the past. I know Shadowbringers is the one that people really love, but people really tried to sell me on Heavensward also, and I kind of liked it. Mm -hmm. So I spent this week um, going dipping my toes back into bowl Star Wars The Old Republic, which I think was the last MMO that I put serious, serious time into, I think I'd have to look at a list of MMOs. Um, but is one of dozens of MMOs I put. Like, I forgot how much time I put into DCUO. I forgot about how much time I put into Star Trek Online. I forgot about <laughs> how much time I put into Final Fantasy XI. Like, I had this Damn. past week looking at, like, looking at list of MMOs and videos of MMOs and be like, fuck, yeah, I, I played a lot of that game, didn't I? Uh, uh, you know, City of Heroes, City of Villains, uh, Champions Online. Like, I I did my MMO hours um and uh so i went back and i played i started a new character on the old republic um, the I started of Imperial agent. So the thing about the Old Republic is it's exactly the thing Rob was complaining about in our Waypoints episode, which is whenever they do Star Wars in a different timeline, they're still just like the Empire is there. <laughs> what if the what if what if all of the accoutrement of the Empire existed in a different time period, like they're British and human and you know uh, anti alien and you know xenophobic and et cetera? Rob, go ahead.
2: Wearing gray uniforms, yeah, wear, yes, but yes, I have a question. Yes. What is the conceit by which there are Imperial officers just rolling around like five, 10,000 years before uh, the movies? I like, mean, I think
3: it's the other way in around. the world.
2: What is it like? This is what an Imperial like. This is the empire we're talking about.
3: I, I mean, I think in the world it's the other way around, which is that the empire looks the way it does because of the ancient Sith Empire okay right like they they it's causal that
2: direction it's that like okay so when they're saying the empire they're like this is the sith empire and the sith loved posh british dudes <laughs> i think that there's an attraction
3: like double-breasted upon. people like she are naturally aligned with that style of aesthetic that sort of fascist hugo boss vibe oh, fair okay <laughs> i think that yeah, that's I what's happening it. there but I don't fucking know. I mean, the I mean, it's different. Even it, it, it falls apart because, of course, in in the old Republic, uh, they reveal that there was a, literally a race of people, the Sith race, that are like these devil looking with like beard tentacles. It's a whole Uh-oh. thing. It's goofy. It's yeah. Uh huh. Um, regardless, there is an imperial. There is absolutely an imperial agent storyline in which you are basically imperial James Bond. Uh, by which I mean James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> uh, James Bond is imperial. James Bond is the James Bond of the Zulus. Yeah. Uh, the the um, uh, the story there is like so good, um, and it's made me think a lot about what I want in an MMO. And I I want to say really quick, this this wraparound is going to be really interesting because I think it doesn't go where people suspect. Um, but but. Uh, you know, The Old Republic is such a different game in Final Fantasy XIV in so many ways, obviously, even though both of them, in terms of pure gameplay, are very much just like, oh, yeah, we're going to do basically World of Warcraft-style combat. And I'm saying that in, con- uh, in contrast to something like DC Universe Online or Guild Wars, which have different takes – or Guild Wars 2, which have much different takes on what MMO combat or, – or Destiny or Warframe even, right? Mm-hmm. Um, It is still very much like here's my ability bars. Here's what my rotation is. Um, uh, But the big thing that Old Republic does, if people don't know, is that it's structured like a BioWare game, which means that there's constant – uh, opportunity for you to identify who your character is by choosing one of three dialogue options that don't that rarely mean anything mechanically different or narratively structurally different. It's like how sassy do you want to be? <laughs> um, there are some mechanical changes around, like, hey, your companion liked to hear you talk back to this spy or to this, you know, uh, you know, uh, hut overlord, you know, crime lord or whatever. Um, but mostly it's about identifying who your character is, finding a voice for them, trying to, to figure out, like, how they would respond, which obviously for me is, like, a big plus. I like that stuff, right. even though they're – for the same reason I like dialogue options in, like, Kentucky Route Zero. and Kentucky Route Zero, those dialogue options, which, by the way, Kentucky Route Zero, final act, drops this month. I'm super excited about that. When but that's that happening? late this month. Just late. January 20 something. 26th I want to say somewhere in there. So yeah, something like that. Um uh, but I like it in I like it in visual novels. I like it in uh, in RPGs when I have the opportunity to vo- to decide what my character wants to say even if that doesn't uh, communicate, and even if that doesn't change anything about the game necessarily, um, and the Imperial Agent story is specifically dope. I'm, there are points at which the being part of the Sith Empire is is like goofy mustache twirling evil shit, um, but the Sith, the 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 Imperial Agent specifically feels so cool because of the way in which you are just a normal person interacting with all of these, you know. Ridiculous cackling space sorcerers, and you're like, I have a gun, and I'm the person who like makes shit work for this empire. Um, and because of the, it's a Bioware game, because it's this style of Bioware game, you can also very much be like the light side Imperial agent, uh, which means that you're making choices to minimize Mara harm. Jade. Right, you're the Mara Jade, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> except instead of a lightsaber, uh, instead of being a Sith Inquisitor, I am just a person who hides behind cover with a sniper rifle and instantly kills. Kills, you know, seven people at once. Because, the new Intellion. Yes. Check out Max. Right. That's it's right. Of not, course. No you no turn into the sniper that. in the. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Thank shit. You. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not playing the game, but I'll keep up with culture. Yeah. You know, it's the job. <laughs> uh, the story for the Imperial I'm Pikachu. Agent. You're Pikachu. That's, yeah. Uh huh. You're Pikachu. I just. Pikachu, uh, Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. the rest of the... Yeah, the rest of the podcast, that'd be a lot. Uh, (laughs) One of my favorite things about the Imperial Agent, which again, I put like 20 hours into this game over the last week, um, is that you are... So a friend of mine had played through the Imperial Agent story when we first started playing that game when it came out, uh, but was playing as a human, I think. And an element that I did not ever see while watching her play was that there's an entire element of like... Anti alien racism that is at the core of this story, because like the imperials of contemporary Star Wars, the Sith Empire also has like at its heart racism, which is like fundamentally human, uh, with certain good alien races like the Chiss or the uh, the ancient Sith species, but everybody else is terrible except for when they can be racist to you in the way where they're like, ah, yes, you come from such and such a species. That means you're good at math. And that means we can put you to work in the math mines. Uh, And they're like, that's super shitty. And so I was playing uh, one of the, the, the star Wars alien species, the, uh, not the, the, what are the, the, the the kind of green folks with like face tattoos. um, And, uh, there's a really great sequence early on where uh, you're working with another alien inside of like the imp- there's Rob you would actually love the Imperial agent shit because there was like a home base you have a, someone who's assigned you named Watcher 2 like everyone has cool names like Watcher 2 and Cypher 6 and Minder 1 and stuff like that uh, and one of them is um, I want to say one of them is a Mon Cal, I think and there's absolutely a moment where like you talk to this guy and he's like listen man us like we got to get through this together we got to work t- Twice as hard for half as much. Uh, you know, we're all in the empire together, but like you know, it's a little harder for people like you and me, right? And like, yeah, I know. Like, I'll watch out for you, and that felt very cool. Uh, and in general, all that story stuff was really fun, and it reminded me how much I love to author a character, and I know that most MMOs don't offer that, but it felt very good. Then I spent another 20 hours playing Final Fantasy XII, the Final Fantasy I've never played – or I played – I touched it when the when these remakes first came out, and I played about eight hours of it then. I would put a lot more time into it this time, another 20 hours, like I said. Uh, and that is a game where you're not making any authorship. You know, maybe every now and then there's a dialogue option, but basically you're just these are the characters. And also that game is very Star Wars-y. Final Fantasy XII is it's it's in yeah, in uh, Ivalice, so it's still fantasy, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if I play you the Empire's theme in Final Fantasy XII, you like they stole that. That's the Imperial March. That's Darth Vader's about to come out, and then he does because this is the game that has judges, which uh, are like dope, yeah. all armored like dudes with black armor that speak with, through their masks and they sound really scary. Um, And there is like, you know, an exile, an exile, but a princess in hiding who has been, you know, who, who rightfully represents or represents the right government. And she's leading a resistance called the resistance. And there's, you know, the old, the old uh, uh, sage who is the veteran from the previous war who has, has to, you know, hide his identity. It's like, they're doing star Wars with this, with the, there's a smuggler, Uh, who is, like, charming and only in it for the money. Um, And I guess he he kind of has an animal friend, but she's a rabbit lady. Um, She's cool. I like her a lot. Anyway, uh, and that game has, you know, no authorship of character, but instead does the thing that I wish Final Fantasy did more, which is, like, I know all about all these characters. Final Fantasy fourteen did a lot more, which is just, like, spending time with characters. I know these characters have such a great... um, uh, uh, contrast and like what they're in in it for. There's just really great rapport between these characters uh and interesting they pair off the characters in interesting ways so it's not always just the like oh here are the characters who you think should be talking to each other. Um I fully get Patrick why you bounced off of Final Fantasy 12 when that game came out. Um you at last week I think you called it MMO combat. It's not even MMO yeah. combat. It's 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 like an abstraction of MMO combat because you know, the way that this game works is you you program the characters. I don't know if you got that far into it when it first came out.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You you, you can do like, it's like a a really deep AI, AI scripting. Yeah. So you can basically, you can watch, you can at some level, right? Like just watch the fights. That is what I'm doing. With the the exception um, of
3: boss fights, you basically are watching the combat happen because you're like, Hey, if anyone gets under 40% health, heal them. Hey, if someone has a weakness to fire, cast, you know, Faraga or whatever. Um, And that's cool. And it's really cool with the re-release of this game, the Zodiac Age, because you can (laughs) fast forward forward through that shit, (laughs) put that shit on four speed. Um, And that is funny to like clear a dungeon in 12 minutes instead of 45 minutes. uh, And then slow it down for the boss fights. Um, But it does mean like I'm not engaging with the combat Uh outside of programming. And honestly, I'm 20 hours in. I've only just unlocked the first Esper, which is like the summon. Um, I, I'm doing so well that I don't even know. And I, I understand that this is part of the re-release. The re-release is apparently very easy in comparison to the original game. Uh, but like, I'm barely – I feel like I'm barely engaging with this thing's combat system at all with the exception of a boss. So I'm like, well, what's this thing weak to? Air? All right, here's air. Wind. Do that wind shit. Uh-oh. He put reflect up. I shouldn't cast – the spell, okay, cool. Um, I like the license board stuff. Like, I like the mechanics insofar as I'm engaging with them, but I don't need to engage with them that much. Mm. But I really love the setting. I really It was, it was the-
0: fascinating at the time, though, right? Like, you have to remember the context yes. in which, like, this yes. like this game's combat fell in. Like, this is, the, the, you know, the, the MMO comparison is- Is more in the the sense of, like, watching meters fall down and then just, like, cycling through them, which is... But, like, yeah, if you want to script, like... Well, also, it's open world
3: in a way that... I mean, Final Fantasy games have been open world in the sense that they are... Giant maps. Maps. But this is, like, a third-person behind-the-back camera no no like pre-rendered angles where you're running left to right mm-hmm. it feel it, i get why there's the MMO comparison when this game came out because it it looks like an MMO in terms of the camera work in terms of there being zones in terms of you being able to wander it's seeing enemies in the wild and being like oh that's a level 32 i'm only level 15
0: and this game came out at the height of wow yes. like I, I remember like so like you know i don't know how much you know uh, square was even chasing that but even just the the notion of scripting your combat like there's a reason so many Final Fantasy fans including myself was like cool like I guess not this one yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. um, which is maybe unfair to the game but it was just like you had been you know trained to understand a certain way of playing these games and you know Final Fantasy uh, 10, like, you know, each one did its own little spin on it, right? You, yeah. you know, you have Final Fantasy 8 has a very specific thing, the draw system. Final Fantasy 10 has the sphere system and, like, the real time swapping between characters, which is actually one of my favorite, uh, spin, you know, spins on, on that concept. And yeah, that just did nothing for me. But I've always heard it had a cool story, which is what. I and, love uh, the
3: story, man. Like, the story is doing all the stuff that I. Um, it's doing a type of fantasy that I really like which is which is a sort of like fantasy with a slight political spin like it's not, we're not talking about Game of Thrones here, we're not talking about there being dozens of factions to follow um, but the there's a sequence very early on in that game where you were playing in a, a sort of fantasy Middle Eastern town even though it's Basically, filled with white people, uh, <laughs> uh, called Robin Rabana- Oster, I want to say. Um, and it's occupied. It's an occupied city. The empire has taken it over. They've won this war. The king has been killed. Um, again, you as a player, I think at this point, maybe know the princess isn't hiding or you can suspect it or you'd run a preview of the game and we're like, oh yeah, there's a princess in hiding. She's like Princess Leia. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. That's her <laughs> that's Chappie. I'm Imagine um, your
2: character in fiction, reading a preview <laughs> yeah, of this <laughs> location. Exactly, like exactly. the Lonely Planet's guide to occupied whatever the fuck. Bob and master, it's the yeah. princess oh. rumored to be in hiding.
3: Yeah, you are playing as this the main character is this kid named Vaughn, who I think also is probably part of why that game didn't hit when it when it came out, because Von is kind of Vaughn is like Von is Aladdin is who Vaughn is? Vaughn is mm. like yeah. a street rat in this city who is a thief, uh, but it's kind of like a thief with a golden heart and is just trying to like get by and like comes up with this plan to make one big score to kind of change his fortune. And he does. And but by changing his fortune, he ends up meeting a colorful cast of characters who have a wider view of the world, etc. Um, uh, also, his friend Pinello is there. And I guess she's like, what if Aladdin but a girl? <laughs> what if Aladdin could keep a job is actually what Pinello is. Pinello's like, what if Pinello's like Aladdin? Just fucking get a job, my man. Um, so that's that's their vibe. It's kind of
2: respectability politics response to Aladdin's plight. <laughs> that's kind of how Pinello is, though. Pinello is like, <laughs>
3: why are you stealing this bread, street rat? And that's kind of how she is. She what well, she's like. I love you, but couldn't you just work at McDonald's? And he's like, no, I got dreams, baby. Uh, and <laughs> I dream about getting out of Robin Astor and going to the sky pirate zone. And she's like, all right. And then you go to the sky pirate zone. She's like, all right, this is kind of dope. I, I feel you. Um, anyway, it's you're like the I,
2: first act of a Michael Mann movie.
3: <laughs> I mean, the, the, there. This game is a Michael Mann movie in the first act, in the sense that it's about a heist that goes wrong, and like it's basically two heist crews meet each other, and like ah oh, fuck, and then a princess falls in their lap, and they're like ah oh, fuck, what do we do? Uh, and that same, sounds great. It's kind of good. I mean, so the point that I'm building to is there's a moment where the the Marquis, Mar, Mar- it's not the Marquis, it's not, it's what? the Marquis, the Marquis, the Marquis, no, the Marquis,
2: the, the Marquis is it's one way that is a title, that is a title. <laughs>
3: the Marquis shows up, uh, and he's there to like give a speech to the people of Raminostr and watching that cutscene I'm like alright here we go he's gonna be like this mustache twirling villain and instead he wins them over and he's like You're, you know my people have done you wrong but I come here with a whole heart to to bring you into the empire. And everyone's like, you know what? That guy's all right. And like, this game is good. (laughs) This game is, because he sucks. You know he sucks. And then the thing that gets revealed is he is part of an empire. The empire that has occupied your home country is in the middle of a succession crisis, basically. There is an emperor who's very old who wants his son Vane, the Marquis, to take over for him because he sees Vane as someone with a good heart who is still going to expand the empire and presumably fight whatever the third villain faction is that I haven't been introduced to yet, but I know how JRPGs fucking go. Uh, and he's like, he trusts Vane to be a good leader of the Empire. But the the Senate, the Imperial Senate, to whom the Emperor is partially you know, uh, responsible to, uh, wants the Emperor's young son, the little boy, to become the new emperor so that they can puppet him, so that he can be a puppet emperor for the imperial senate instead. And I'm like rubbing my hands together, like this is that real shit. My (laughs) my player characters don't even know that that shit is happening, that there is like a succession crisis. All they know is get the fuck out of my country or my country was already already destroyed by this empire or people think I'm responsible for the the fact that this empire, or I just want to get rich. I'm a sky pirate. I'm a sky pirate. We're sky pirates together. We're going to steal some shit. Princess will help you out, but you got to give me your ring first because that looks like it's expensive. Um, <laughs> and that is like, that stuff is dope and I love that stuff. And so all of that was like, man, I feel bad that I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV. I could be playing yeah. these other games that I'm enjoying more too. Let me check back in on Final Fantasy 14 and wrap back around. And when I wrap back around... I ended up having a really good time with <laughs> the first of the Final Fantasy XIV Heavensward patches. Yes. One is, I think I've come to terms with the fact that this is a game where I'm always going to like the stuff they do after they tell the story more than the stuff they're doing while telling the story. Mm. Like, the Heavensward, as a game, had to be about fighting this war against the dragons. I'm going to spoil a little bit about what Heavensward is about here, if you want to jump ahead, but this is a game, this is an expansion that came out four or five years ago at this point, I want to say. Um, so, again, but but just so you know, like, I'm about to talk a little about it. This is a game in which uh, you're in this city called, you're in this country called uh, Ishtar. I think it's called Ishtar. Is that right? No, uh, That's not right at all. It's not right at all. It's Ishgard. Ishtar, <laughs> of course, is an ancient Babylonian yeah, deity. Oh, Right? Mm. Isn't that correct? A Mesopotamian, Mesopotamian goddess? It's uh, B- Babylon. It's like. A, somewhere there. Assyrian. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Assyrian might be right. Apologies. Um, so. You're in Ishgard, and Ishgard ha- it hates the dragons. I've said that bit before. There's a pope. He hates the dragons. You, of course, learn that the culture of Ishgard is anti-dragon because long ago they uh, they used to be friends with the dragons. They were led by a lady who mm. was like tight with the dragons, um, and they learned if we eat the dragon eyes, we get superpowers. And so the humans were like, we're going to eat those dragon eyes and then we can do whatever the fuck we want. Mm -hmm. And so they did that. and That caused a war. They killed uh, a lady dragon and ate her eyes and that gave them superpowers. And then that lady Mm -hmm. dragon's brother, Nidhogg, was like, no, absolutely not. I'm going to war with you forever, forever, ever. Uh, And so they fought Nidhogg. And I think they they stole one of Nidhogg's eyes. Uh, maybe both of Nidhogg's eyes and did it again. And then Nidhogg went and got someone else's eye and got very powerful again. And there's a big war. So you <laughs> learn like, hey, hu- surprise, humans <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. The reason the dragons want to kill all the humans is because the humans fucked up. Yeah. Um, and you end up going through a whole plot of like, hey, you have to go kill Nidhogg, which I didn't want to do, by the way. I think that's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. I don't think my character would have done that. Mm-hmm. It's not what Kimira is about. My character's <laughs> name is Chimera. Uh But you end up doing that and you also end up finding out that the, the history of this world is such that Ishgard is this very, uh, a very – the, the, the class divide is, is rigorous and well protected. There is the church. The church has an archbishop. The archbishop is the, the noble in charge. Also, there are four noble houses and everyone else is poor as shit. and does not know what ideology is, does not have anything like class consciousness because the church, It's the the church has kept them locked in belief that like, oh yes, the four noble houses are the four noble houses because they killed the dragons and saved us from the dragons because that's how they teach that story, right? In fact, that's not the case. In fact, not only is it not the case that the four noble houses were the heroes of that story, but all the peasants are descended from the other four great knights who killed the dragon and instead of being like we want to be nobles forever they were like i'm done being a knight i'm gonna go be a carpenter yeah and so they immediately lost all of their class status in this new country that was born around these four nobles which is fascinating which is like interesting story stuff yeah and so whatever you you end up saving the day you end up stopping the evil pope you kill the evil pope and and then it's like all right we're gonna make peace with the dragons now and all that happens really quickly and all of it happens in a way that like my favorite characters in this story ended up getting kind of like a raw deal by the end. Yeah, um, and I didn't really feel like I had. There's a lot of time spent with the, some of the the side characters. Uh, I've talked a lot of shit about Alpha No, and I think he's mm-hmm. portrayed really poorly in this in in Heaven's Word because he just is like he's in like a downbeat of his story arc, but they still keep him in the center of the of the camera. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, and he's just like. Nothing is happening with him, and I just wish they would have put someone else or something was happening with him right. in the store with them in the story. Um, all I'm getting to is I leave that expansion kind of down because the delivery of all that stuff I set up felt flat to me. Now that I'm in the expansion content they're at the point where they're like all right now we know this stuff that doesn't mean we just snap our fingers and we made peace with the dragons overnight that doesn't mean that like suddenly there is class equality in ishgard mm-hmm. and instead like the leader of the the like the leader that i like who's trying to reform ishgard there's an assassination attempt against him there's a moment where like there the it's literally some three kingdom shit Uh, Rob, where like the priest class rebels basically uh, and takes a bunch of hostages and you have to like run in to try to save the hostages and an archbishop or a bishop of some sort throws a child off the top of a roof. It's wild. It's like, (laughs) it is very, and it's been very good and the other thing
2: about it is It is not an empire falling into disorder unless a child is going out a window somewhere, preferably onto a spike. In this case, then you know know it's really popping off.
3: In this case, an ancient dragon did save the child moments before it struck the ground right. but but even that is like left open is like well do we even know how that moment is going to be read by history or by culture? Like, Will people see the dragons involved with this and be like, shouldn't have fucking trusted those dragons? Did you hear there was a kid thrown off the roof and a dragon was involved?
2: Like, <laughs> stole it. St- yeah.
3: Stole the kid, you know? Um, that's how that stuff could get told. And right. I like the fact that they're immediately giving more of that stuff is very cool. And they're, o- they're opening up some other plot threads that I think are interesting in terms of the mythology of the world and the, the metaphysics. And also going from Old Republic back to Final Fantasy XIV, it's like one of those things where are like, yo, they really did sit down and remake Final Fantasy XIV to be a game that is good to play in terms of physical feeling. I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV with a controller. Red Mage is super fun to play. I've said this before about the way you bounce back and forth between abilities. I've unlocked new abilities that feel really good. I now do a thing. Before, I used to charge up a meter, jump in, and then do three slashes and jump out. I now do a thing where I charge up a meter, jump in, do two slashes, jump out, pop uh, a thing that recharges all those abilities, (laughs) jump back in, do it three times and jump out, and then do like a cool AO thing. Uh, it feels great. All that stuff feels so much better than Old Republic stuff. Um, even though I'm enjoying the moment-to-moment storytelling of Old Republic more because I like to have a connection to my character, and that is just not a thing in Final Fantasy XIV yeah. outside of the glamours and the outfits and stuff. like Making your character look cool is a thing you can do in Final Fantasy XIV, right. but I don't feel... I don't have that impulse because I can't, I can't tell a story with that character in the game content. Right. If I... I, you know, I will say a friend put me on to the fact that there are, of course, role playing groups inside of Final Fantasy XIV. Right. Someone did link me to straight up a uh, an in game group that runs an onsen like a bathhouse, wow. and they're secretly run by the yakuza. <laughs> There's an in game group that is. RPing a bathhouse <laughs> run by the Yakuza. There are rules. No sexual services are provided, it says. Uh, and also, there are, there are rules about being a good Yakuza. Uh, there's right. like a code, there's a Yakuza code. Yeah. Um, and that's important. So maybe I'll get into that. Maybe you'll see me join an RP guild and I'll suddenly love Final Fantasy XIV. Great. That's what it would take. I need to know who my character is and it's not just a, a big cat man with a cool coat on.
2: But right now, that's what he is. You could be the baby of a family, for instance. (laughs) For instance, you could be a bratty baby. Uh, Austin, quick update. Yeah. Um, Your first impulse was right. Uh, Ishtar, definitely more friend of the Babylonians. Okay. Pretty definitively... Not so much the Assyrians. Oh does I, shit! I, jump off? I, I tend to forget these things. Well, I, like, I don't know if the I don't know what the Assyrian position was uh, on, okay. on Ishtar, but but let us just say the Assyrians maybe not the most respectful of Babylonian, <laughs> Babylonian <laughs> traditions and institutions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to get these things confused uh, because obviously it's kind of a, a ancient empire battle royale. Right. Uh, when are you're a, a classicist, that, you're not region.
3: a you, you. don't go. all well, you're not an ancient. Is there an ancient-ist version of class of the classics? Look, like, they're all
2: just people who don't know their Persians yet. <laughs> that's that's, that's kind of the arc of that history. That is how
3: it's taught in, <laughs> in in all the hallowed halls of
2: academia. Is that how how basically? No, 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 no. But like, if you start, but no, but if you start, if your intro to this history is Herodotus, right? Like, right. he has to try to give a very potted history of like how did the Persian Empire come to be, and basically it's them wrecking house through a lot of uh like city states in the fertile crescent and then on to Egypt. And right. so that's how like it's all like let's get to the part where this is a giant political entity uh that's then going to menace Greece.
3: Right. Sure. Sure. That sounds like a thing Herodotus would write. Uh, so, yeah, that's my update on these things. Uh, I'm really liking the expansion. I've done some fun raids and stuff. Um, I'm I'm going to definitely finish out the patches before Stormblood. I still may pause there. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, people have said Stormblood. This, people have said the stuff I'd like in Stormblood is not the story, but is like the mission design. The quest design is apparently huh. a little bit more exciting and more yeah. like the thing I like around the game having mechanics and leaning into the fact that it has mechanics yeah Um. but but yeah we'll see I it, the palette cleanse was nice because it let me re-eval- it made let me reevaluate things see the things I like in these other games and then still find something else I like in in 14 so
4: I finally met Alphano.
3: did you yes what'd you think
4: he sucks. Alphano fucking sucks. to punch him in the face. I'm gonna punch him in his <laughs> little face. <laughs> fucking... I met an NPC
3: who dunks on Alphano instantly. Yes. Who's like his old teacher? Oh good. She is also like the best Lalafell I've met. Uh she's like a Lalafell wizard or whatever. Uh and instantly just owns Alphano constantly. It's great. Good. So you met him giving his speeches. Yeah. His like or not his, his speech, like, At the speeches. At the
4: speeches. Uh talking about banners and bullshit. Yeah, banners and, and bullshit. <laughs> Society, of uh, and bullshit. I think they changed, they even changed the uh, uh, voice actor. I have to look this up because he sounded different from when oh, yes. I played Shadow Reborn. There is. So
3: between uh, A Realm Reborn and Heaven's Word, they changed all the voice. All All the voice. The actors, okay. Which is very funny. I okay. just met a bunch of, I've met a bunch of characters again in the last few hours that were not in, uh, uh, that were from A Realm Reborn, but were not in most of Heaven's Word. And it's like, this is not you. That's not what. That's not what you sound like, buddy. Also, you got a goatee now. This is not a good look <laughs> for you. Um, so there's uh, like yeah. there's been a time jump, which is cool. I like that stuff.
4: It's just it's very stark difference from the beginning of Shadowbringers, like personality wise as well. So I'm curi- if I stay if I stick with it long enough, curious to see when th- that happens. Yeah,
3: I've or... heard really good things about Shadowbringers. I yeah. I've definitely thought about skipping Stormblood or buying a skip or whatever, right. but I feel like... Let me just... Shadowbringers has, like,
4: up. a good, like... Onboarding? Chop, and then, like, onboards really well, that yeah. you could probably just do that, honestly. I'll think about
3: it. <laughs> anyway, I think that that's all I got in terms of video games this week. I think that's that's kind of it. I feel like we've, we're in that lull right now a little yeah. bit. Is anything coming out soon that people like I don't want to do the whole Nope.
0: Thing. I looked at the release schedules for January and February. We're Kingdom back. Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Sh-
4: sure. Kingdom Hearts. That That'll give us a day a day. That's, <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah, no there's there's January. Not a lot. What you else know, is in a, January a, even?
0: Yeah. Uh I I literally looked it up recently. It's um I mean, there's the, the 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 fire emblem or not fire emblem the um
4: Tokyo Mirage uh, Sessions Tokyo Mirage Sessions
3: yeah. that game's cool. If people have not played Tokyo Mirage Sessions, please do. I don't I can't speak to the quality of that port, um, but I really love that game. Uh, and people should people should give that a play. Uh, and speaking of JRPGs, yeah. Patrick, that that game has some dope pop music in it. Is what I will say.
0: Yeah, no, I, but that game's probably at? also very long, right? Um I, mean, I, I think it's, it's a,
3: shorter than a persona.
0: That's not that's <laughs> could also still be 80 hours. It's
3: shorter than a Final Fantasy XIV.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
4: everything is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh January, Dragon Ball Z, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Mega Man Zero, ZX, Legacy Collections, Moons of Madness, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, Remastered, Kingdom Hearts Three, Remind, Oddworld, Strangers Wrath, HD, just for Switch, Rugby Twenty, Walking Dead. Rugby and Twenty
2: sinners.
0: Journey to the Savage Planet, Pillars of Return 2, Deadfire for consoles, Warcraft 3, Reforged, PC, Through the Darkest of Times, PC, February, Life is Strange 2, Complete Season, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance Tactics, which looked okay, Zombie Army 4, Dead War, Grand Blue, Fantasy Versus, Yakuza 5. That's a five. game,
3: Grand Blue Fantasy Versus a new is a new fighting game from, uh, what's this, what's, Arc Arcs System, Arc Systems, Arcs? yeah, Arcs. That would be good, uh,
0: maybe. Street Fighter V, Champion Edition, Darksiders, Genesis for consoles, Dreams. Dreams, oh, that's, Dreams, that's Dreams. Mark, Dreams. One. Dreams. Um, then Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind comes out for Xbox, Two Point Hospital for consoles, uh, Iron Man VR, and One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. Um, mm. And then obviously March, mm. you know, is March that the actual subtitle or, or is that you
3: dragging one punch man? No, that's the
0: <laughs> No. I nobody knows. That. No. Okay. People know who people know who the fuck One Punch Man. Even I know even, One Punch Man. So wow. that's even yeah, I know. Uh and then March is, you know, Final Fantasy, Doom Eternal, yada yada yada. Yeah. So there's a lot happening then. But certainly lots of indie games this month and next. But I think of a of a year that's probably gonna have like just big hits and then big gaps. Um yeah, March, uh, there's not much in January and February. So
3: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what that means. We got a lot of time to talk about other stuff. Uh, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Probably, probably both next month will be both the presumably the Xbox and PlayStation events will not be too far behind one another would be my guess. Um, You know, so that that'll probably both have next month. I haven't heard much about what Microsoft's going to do. So maybe they'll be quiet till E3, but a lot of Sony stuff next month for sure.
3: Totally. We'll be paying attention. We'll, we'll check in on that stuff. Mm. Um, oh, we should. We, we, yes. Yeah. There's yeah. news. We probably should have done that. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Our we organization. Um, yeah, we're excited to uh, announce that we are going to be uh, welcoming uh, now ex Kotaku writer, uh, now uh, motherboard slash waypoint writer, reporter, commentator, observer, powerhouse, powerhouse. shit stirrer. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely a shit in the best um, possible in the way. Best way. Possible, yeah. uh, Gita Jackson. Um, Woo! Waypoint Radio will suddenly become uh, two out of three of the Match Three podcast. <laughs> <Yep>. that's <laughs> the Match Two podcast uh, in here. Uh, yeah, starting next week, Gita uh, will be uh, joining to write about internet culture, video games, tech. Um, she's kind of expanding. Uh, a lot of what she's writing about, but that'll also include video games. That'll also include her uh, appearing here. We'll probably start doing some sort of, like, rotating cast as our. we're lucky enough to have the people writing about video games expanding uh, here at Waypoint. So, yeah, couldn't be more excited. Like, it is a uh, close friend, and, and to watch her uh, blossom into mainstream criticism and knock it out of the fucking park has been a joy, and the, the fact that uh, she'll be able to contribute to... Our little corner of the universe is just—I—I I couldn't be more excited. It's—it's a—it's really a perfect fit. Yeah,
3: I'm super excited. Um, you know, Gita is someone who definitely comes out of the same cohort of game critics and and writers as as I did. Um, she's someone whose work I've admired for as long as I've been writing about games. Who, I mean, it's so easy to think back to 2013, 2014, 2015. Seeing her start as a writer, um, I got the chance to edit her uh, when I was at uh, Giant Bomb and we were doing the Giant Bomb freelance stuff still. Um, and that was really fun. Uh, in fact, I think you can go listen. I'm, I'm so curious what that podcast is like. But she and I did like a one-on-one podcast back at – when I was at Giant Bomb after she wrote for us. Um, and I knew right then, like, oh, wow. Like, this is – Gita is a talent who – the world hasn't had a chance to interact with yet. Um, I'm. You can go read so many of her articles at, at uh, Kotaku have been so, so, so strong. Um, she has such a distinct voice and such great insight uh, to provide. Um, so if you don't know her work already, you should go check it out ahead of her her showing up here. Um, but regardless, like she's going to be great. I'm super excited to, to work alongside her. Um, so look forward to that. That's, that's some big news. Uh, yeah. It's one of those things that's been yeah. in, in development for a little while. We've talked about it <laughs>
0: See, yeah, we for for lo- for longer than even this current cycle of yes. uh, the, the 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 raising of Gita Jackson as someone who would make sense here, as Austin knows, is something that <laughs> you and I have discussed for
3: a long for a time. long time. Uh, headcount, it turns out, is a complicated thing. Restructures happen. You end up focusing on trying to keep the headcount you have as best as you can. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot. So, so thank you for sticking with us. I know we, you know, we've talked about wanting to bring in more diverse voices, uh, many times and like that was never... That was never just talk. It's always like, all right, we, as soon as we fucking see the opportunity, we can make a move. We can try to make a move. We can try to – and so thankfully, uh, you know, I'm glad. I, as someone who stepped away from those decisions, am very glad to see that, that there was follow-through on that stuff. So look forward to that. That will be later this this month. Uh, next week, probably, we'll, we'll bring Gita on mm-hmm. for, for an episode. So look forward yeah, to Yeah,
0: I don't know. The, the well, uh, Yeah, like please be patient. She's starting a new job yes. and – um, the idea that we're just gonna, hey, come in and just do the podcast. I, we'll figure that out. We don't know what the the cadence and the balance of all that stuff is going to be, and none of us know that either, right? Like, so she's she's coming in to cover a lot of topics, and some of that will include video games, but um, often it won't. So she'll be around, but we'll we still got to figure out how exactly it's all gonna, how the puzzle pieces are going to fit together.
3: Yep. So look forward to that. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to announce. I guess uh, we'll probably end up doing a waypoints later this week, is my guess, just based on what we got in you the hopper. video games <laughs> or
0: lack thereof. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
3: We'll talk about it. So look forward to that. As always, if you have questions, you can send them into gaming at vice.com, uh, which is an email that I still have access to. But I, if, if you sent in anything over the last week, I did not get it. Cause my email was down. Uh, I think the only email I've gotten in the last week is why doesn't Finn have an English accent in star Wars? Thanks, Andrew. Good question.
2: Oh
4: shit. Wait, what?
3: Why doesn't Finn have an English accent?
4: Star Wars, yeah. The stormtroopers never have. I guess the stormtroopers never have.
3: That's a good point too. They've yeah. always had a very neutral. Yeah, they're always like kind of working classy.
4: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's all Django fat.
3: That's not true. It's okay. not true. That was true. Clones. The clones.
2: clone troopers were all Django Fett, but then they opened the academy on Carta and uh, began anyway. Yeah, we can't go down this road.
3: That's a podcast that doesn't exist, but one day should. Huh, yeah. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. As always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You of the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B O E N. Kato, where can people find you on the internet?
4: Uh, On Twitter at A underscore Kato underscore appears.
3: Sorry, I should have said on Twitter.
4: I on guess. The internet's
3: broader than that. I the internet is big. <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet more broadly? I guess. You know, they can find you on the Discord server. Yeah, they can find you totally. on the Waypoint Forms. Yeah. Which you can I'm, get to. Yeah, i there like, sometimes. Discourse.zone. Yeah. They can find you playing Destiny. Yeah, for sure. A underscore Kado underscore appears there. No, you're Kato there. No, I I'm mentioned Kado
4: number. What am I there? You had to be Kato Kun because it's on the shirt. Yeah, that was my old one. That, my... that was my. The shirt isn't up to date? BattleNet. Wait, the shirt doesn't have your real name on it? It's fucking shit changes. I don't want the shirt anymore. <laughs> no, no, that makes it rarer. Right? No, I want a to shit. This is
3: like this is like when the Cut uniforms his name change. Is his name. Yeah, his name is his name. <laughs> this is this is I want I want that new shit. I right. want it fresh. I want it never her. stepped on, never worn.
4: Next next fall will be the next one. All right. You better earn it. Fuck shit. I gotta play more destiny. You gotta play more <laughs>
1: destiny.
3: Patrick, where can people find you online?
0: If you found my club, I can me at Apache Clubic and go read my big feature I did about Ring Fit Adventure speedrunning and the absurd lengths people are going to to stretch their bodies to play a game, an exercise game for nearly 24 hours at a time.
4: Jesus.
2: Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Rob? You can find me on Twitter at Rob Zachney.
3: Pika good, Pika. Clean answer. Pika Pika. That's right. <laughs>
2: Give uh, it it a fuck rod, it. This would be a he... waypoint, but by then it'll be too late. If you're in the Boston area, good chance to uh, check out the Museum of Fine Arts uh, Ancient Nubia uh, exhibit, which is Ooh. closing this weekend, which is why I bring it up. Sure, I saw mm-hmm. it over the weekend. It's real good. Uh, since we talked about early, overly reductive classical takes uh, yeah. earlier on the podcast, this entire exhibit is very much about like trying to counter a tradition of that where the Nubian civilization is concerned. Uh, but also just a really, really good... Uh, exhibit that both lays out the context of the historiography but also gets the uh, primary sources. Gorgeous stuff. It's it's a, a really beautiful exhibit worth checking out. Rob can can we get a pika pika?
3: Rob, can we no. get a pika pika? Rob? No. Rob uh, Rob mm. Rob Just one Pika?
2: What about a pikachu? You want you want you want one pika. Yeah, yeah, we can copy and paste it. Yeah. You got it. You just got it. You just that got was it. I got one.
3: <laughs> God damn it! You know, um, I'll have a brief but waypoint. But if you need
2: something else for editing purposes, Pikachu. You just
3: go. You go wild. <laughs> go, with yeah. That. You figure out what you want to yeah, do, I'm with, do that. With, with that. There's a song. Maybe. That's good. Yeah. There's a Pikachu song. There has to Probably. be. We'll figure it out. Uh Speaking of songs, my waypoint for this, real quick, is the Great Google Library theme. Which is also called Ink Long Dry, which is like this dope, like free jazz mm. track that is like dark. And then there's this free, j- oh, it's awesome. It's, it's from a, a dungeon. If you don't like that, you should look up the extreme ver- or the hard difficulty version, which is less jazzy but still has like this, a similar structure. Wow. Yeah. Kato, do, do you want to shout out your art thing while we're oh, yeah. in this mode? I went
4: to I went to see – well, th- that's the fucked up thing is I went to see it on the last weekend. So, oh, I well get no. To no. so no one can see it. So no one can see it. So people it's... should go to Kato's Twitter and look at the yeah, – Yeah, look uh, at the – I posted basically the entire uh, exhibit for Vicha Soman's retrospective. That was dope. up at the Matt Breuer. It's, nice. Yeah, I love her work. It's right.
3: great. And on that note, that's it for us. We'll be back later this week to talk about more things, video games, yeah. art, culture, movies, TV, music <laughs> – Whatever we want to. that's what we do here.
4: Doing movie. What did we say we were doing?
3: We don't know. We'll figure it out, Kato. <laughs> All right?
4: Let's get, let's I we already
3: had this conversation. I think we did, but the timing was different than we thought, so.
2: Knives out. Knives, Knives out. out. Knives yeah, out. Yeah, but you wanted to eat it
3: there for that conversation, which I would also like, but she doesn't start this week, so we can't do that this week. That doesn't help our
2: scheduling issue,
3: so we got to do it. God damn. Maybe Knives Out, we'll see. Until then, uh, as always, fuck capitalism, go home.
1: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all.
2: All right, can't. All right, perfect.
0: Cool, cool, cool.
4: you are the number one seed. What?
0: He's talking about the Ravens. Oh, it's, yeah. Fair. Kata, you have a generational talent who will be around.
2: Yeah, this, is, this like,
3: happens. You take the L or, here, yeah. and then and
2: when the way he yeah. plays, he will definitely <laughs> remain a generational talent, and that's yes. not going to be disrailed <laughs> by will. just a flukish hit.
4: <laughs> God. Oh.
0: I think he has a better chance to be a Russell Wilson if if he was going to be well, if if he was going to be injury prone.
2: It, if we would have seen it manifested at this point, I think. Well, and he's growing into being a really good right. pocket passer. Like yes. they put good receivers around him, he will not have to be doing that all the time. Yeah. Uh, the way Cam sort of felt like he had to.
0: Yeah, like Cam, Cam ran his body than into than a than brick wall Cam.
2: for like eight years. And yeah, I don't think he's gonna do
0: that. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Is it happening? What's happening? Transformative. Transformative. It's yeah. transformed. Yeah, I see that it's not recording anything I'm saying.
4: It is. Re- mm.
3: Is it? Caught up I don't know. There are no, there's yeah. no audio. Gonna,
4: well, we'll be right back.
0: <laughs> and to be a VP anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: And honestly. How does a man rescue a child from a burning building? What? And not. You're familiar with Cory Booker's like running into a burning building thing, right?
0: No. He also rescued a cat from
4: a tree, right? I believe that. Yeah. I feel like I've done that. What? Rescued a cat from a tree. Did you? When? A while ago. Hmm. In Baltimore. I mean, I just kind of stood under it and hoped it didn't fall, but...
3: How are we coming back into this podcast, Otto? <laughs> like, like this, I guess? No. It needs to be a... People should not know this happened.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, Talking about my destiny shirt. Yeah. Okay, right, right, right.
2: right. Well, how much did we lose? Uh,
3: n- nothing. We didn't n- lose we didn't anything. anything. It actually lose... just fucked up and made
2: it look like we lost. All right, 10. we can <laughs> just start from the top of the show then. No, let me just do this. Ready? Okay. Voila. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we nailed it. Voila.
3: <laughs> Great. Uh, and then disco and okay, cool. Uh what was the number is this 289
0: 289 we can talk about some of the um there was that news about the xbox how uh so jason schreier reported that you know shocking there's going to be exclusive ps5 games which is counter to microsoft's um very their approach that they're not going to have xbox exclusives to their Mm. new platform at launch which i think is a really Mm -hmm
2: fascinating split so
0: yeah. that can give us well a is that
2: also because they regard windows as an ecosystem that they own
0: no no that, that's okay. that
2: is the their big
0: exclusives that are going to be for xbox will run across uh, they didn't give a timetable but it sounded like for at least a year or two nothing will be exclusive um cut off
3: oh sorry um, which the is, thing that you're saying is is that they
0: are not uh, everything the the will be cross right They're cross general right. Yes, versus, we'll be able to run everything they publish. When you yeah. said
3: exclusives first, I was like, is, what, are you saying that Microsoft going to release Microsoft games on the PS5? Did I fucking <laughs> no. miss something? Hey, man,
0: you know what? Down I the road, you When know, yes, yes. they have xCloud, if, like, yes. Sony would let it, I bet they'd say, fuck it, yeah. You 100% play it on your PS5.
3: We don't give a shit. Absolutely. That is also what I think would be true. All right, let's, let's, get, let's do a clap. Let's do
4: a clap. I think let's make a clap. Patrick is loud again. Is Patrick loud again? I think so.
2: That sounds great.
0: It's exactly literally. It is at eighty <laughs> percent. Nothing has changed on my end. I just streamed like <laughs> like. It's not. Nothing has changed. No, uh, that's
4: bring it to seventy six. Wait, wait. Is that on your your in your everything? S- I ju- I have Software Discord open. I ha- Discord? I have the vo- I have
0: the sure volume mixer and windows open.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: No, it's. It's, I, don't know. I know. what you're saying. I, I can oh, hear so it also. Also, can
2: always move the sliders in production. You can move
3: great. them up.
4: You, you can't, can't
0: move them down. It's, it's, down. it's,
2: it's a 20? weird,
4: it doesn't even matter because it's the, 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 look. Please, only, only you. <laughs> the local uh, was fine last it was time. local. The local was a little matter. hot, but not not too bad. Yeah. but
0: I can tr- I can turn it down for you a little bit.
4: It's just something that sounds all... strange. I don't know what is ha-
1: What's happening. Maybe anyway, it's just my brain. Let's just do it. 45. Kato can have 45. A very little gain.
4: <laughs> As a treat, it's a little bit. Okay. Very little. Uh.
2: Remember how football was terrible and then became great? Fuck off! Great weekend of Fuck. football. What a great wild weekend, weekend of football. Fuck. Well, I mean, okay. First of all, Cato, you are not Fuck. allowed to watch a Ravens no. game ever again. No, yeah. like, yeah, it's unbelievable. there's a there's a Christ. lot of things that went I wrong in that even game. Watch but I think
4: the first half,
3: well, <laughs> I maybe, came in
2: and it was
4: bad. <laughs> it got was worse. Though. Maybe you should have
3: committed earlier, <laughs> supporting your team.
4: I was like, they got this. This isn't, this isn't even a big deal. This isn't even the fucking. You know, whatever it's called. It was a big deal. What do you mean it wasn't a big deal? <laughs> it's Ryan right. Right. Tannehill is a big deal. Fucking, the Titans beat we're the Patriots. Dude, how you We were the
0: number but the Titans, one <laughs> The Titans
3: counted touchdown Tom out. That means you got to take him serious.
2: Uh. Also, like... It was very interesting watching Lamar Jackson just go completely on tilt. Yeah, why? Yeah. Because, he's yellow, like, man. Yeah, but but also Funny. but the way he went on tilt was really interesting because I think he correctly judged, like, uh oh, everything is going wrong in this game for this team. Like, my, rec- my yeah. receivers are dropping more passes than usual. Like, this is not good. God. The defense seems to be figured out. One of them okay. bounced off his chest. Like, by the second <laughs> quarter, he was like, I need to win this game myself. On every down. Yes. And then we were off to the he fucking got, races. He
3: got like 500 yards, right? Total. Like, he counted for he, most of the offense of that
2: team.
4: He had oh, yeah. a record amount. There was a record amount of plays in that but game. But the mistakes erased so game. much of that.
2: Yes. Totally. Totally. <laughs> like, that that play where he... Um, like his fumble, where he's just holding onto the ball way too long and trying to like, like, waiting for, yeah, for something, something to develop. Happened? And yeah. it's like, uh-huh. man, this is not all on you. The defense is either getting figured shit out or it ain't, but you're not going to turn this game around with this one play. Uh, it was really interesting seeing <sighs> the Chiefs. Well, the difference, the difference there is the Chiefs were up against Bill O'Brien. Like that's the other big difference. Also, in that, also, in that game.
0: Patrick put money down when on um, the Chiefs when they were down twenty-one to zero, and they realized, look, I mean, Patrick put this money down on the team. We can't let them down. We need wow. them
4: to let them down. <laughs> they won specifically for you. Good. Hustle. This is how I
0: win. Wait, what this did is you how get? I win. <laughs> How'd that work out? I only put twenty dollars down, but I won sixty on top of it. So yeah. Ooh, what that's do you. And then, that's good, man. And then and then played against Type. I was sitting in the kitchen going. Got a hot hand. I played the over uh, on the total score. I won on well, that of too. Of course, you like, won
3: on the over. I mean that that game was ridiculous. Oh so, yeah,
0: yeah. So, it, like yeah, I was like, well, if I'm betting that the Chiefs are going to win, then they're going to go over 66 points. So I might as well just go for broke. So I did that and I won like 15 on that. And then, uh, I, I Rob, I did I did the thing. I did exactly what you think I would do. I was like, fuck him. He's not going to win this tonight. He's not.
2: He's not. He's not. Oh gonna no! Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Did I Rogers did, take I, all your money?
0: No, I only bet twenty. I was not that. That okay. I was like yeah. I, I was talked rationally with my wife, and I was yeah. like, uh, I, I'm going to do it because it is in my bones. But I also know he's going to take it from me. Yeah. So I'm just only going to <laughs> do it. It's so, a ritual. It's a ritual. I love.
2: Other couples have like responsible family and like financial planning conversations around the kitchen table. Like Patrick sitting there with his with his sports book open being like, OK, so what if I just drop I just bucks. drop a C note on, <laughs> on 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 the Seahawks? I'm already up. I'm already up 40 on the day. And Katie being like, no, you can not make doing that, that
3: 400 real quick.
2: <laughs> no. That's OK. 20
3: this, is bucks? How you okay. Lose. Yeah, this is how you lose. <laughs> Bet against the Packers.
2: As a Bears fan, but God. Bill O'Brien, you're fourth and one. You're up 24 points. Like, Sorry, 21. He chose to go up two. He chose to like add three points with a field goal when mm-hmm. he was on fourth and one. And it was like, no, this is time to deliver the dagger. Yeah, 100%. And, and then he's like, pa- no, Patrick when I'm Mitchell on my Mahomes own 30, gonna come back from I'm going to fake punt.
0: That man is unbelievable. That little, like throw he threw to Travis Kelsey when he was running up to the to the end zone like he was chucking he was looking to his left and threw it to his right like he was chucking the ball
2: at the ground. He's unbelievable. What a play. It was that was one of the most entertaining games of football. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's It was it's two Saturday blowouts.
1: Was, it was two blowouts.
0: Yeah. One team was being blown out and then the other team yeah. got blown back out by to the back to back. Yeah, 100%
2: incredible. It was two games <laughs> in one. It was just one because I thought Saturday was kind of, like, Saturday made me n- never want to watch football again. Like, <laughs> watching the Lamar Jackson show, yeah. like, fall apart. Dude, watch Derrick <sighs> Henry is worth, God. no way!
0: Derrick Henry is so much, Derrick Henry stiff-arming Earl Thomas. Oh, I know. like, no thanks, actually. <laughs> Why don't you get the fuck out of my way? Like, oh, I, Derrick Henry is incredible to watch. He, he he's is. The antith- he's hot, the antithesis of all... Oh. He's in t- The antithesis of all uh, Like defenses are getting smaller and faster to try and keep up with smaller and faster offenses. Yeah. And Derrick Henry is like, nah, what if I'm a big boy Yeah. I'm just going to oh, push God. you on the ground?
2: <laughs> it's like... God, it's true. It is like a sports ecosystem where like defenses keep evolving to like no, sorry, even even defensive ends need to be able to run down a running back yeah. with, with, with a four five yeah. forty, and the Derrick Henry's like, what if I'm fast and just enormous? <laughs> and like, just, what yeah. if what yeah. if you just took a fullback and stretched him? <laughs> and also he could pass. Like, yeah, it's great, yeah. dude. That pass, I was like, boy, that seems it's, like a weird pass. And so in fun. replay, I was like, it was just spiraling so tightly. There was yeah. some spin on it, then it looked weird to me. I was like, god damn, that was good. That was a good delivery.
3: It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, I, who, are we, so who, who are we thinking now? What are you where are your odds for Super Bowl at this point? Because I throw all mine out. None of mine look real anymore. Everything that I <laughs> thought happened didn't. So <laughs>
4: fucking Christ. I
0: will say the uh the pack Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good and he had a couple of like Aaron Rodgers throws, but They go hot and cold, where they're really hot, and then they just fall off the face of the planet. Yeah. And they ran into a brick house that was the 49ers in the regular season and lost, like, 40 to 10. Yeah. And the Seahawks have a terrible defense and have almost nothing happening on offense except for Russell Wilson just pulling plays out of his ass. And so— I, you know, you never count Aaron Rodgers out. Like he, I, I've said that too many times, and as a Bears fan, I've I've witnessed it firsthand for for the majority of my football watching life. But I think they probably run into another brick wall and get just pancaked by the Forty Nineers. Uh, yeah, I think. I think mean, did you see that that bit in the Forty Nineers game? It's uh Joy Bosa, is that like one of their that's it's one of the Bosa brothers Nick Bosa? on the 49ers. Nick Bosa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he got the wind knocked out of him and he was on the ground and then just lays there like the undertaker. <laughs> he's he look he looks like he's actually gotten seriously injured, which would have been a huge blow to their defense. And he he waits there for a long time, and so the crowd starts chanting his name. No, and then he gets up like the under. Go like, oh, yeah, look he does up like this the clip. No it's amazing. Like the... Yeah, yes, it's it's a it's a That's wrestling incredible. bit. He's down there. He gets up and then pumps his fists and just walks off the field because he's not. Not only is he not injured, but like he's totally okay. I guess they the trainers had said, "Hey, you need to lay down here for a second. You're fine. We just right. want to examine you." And he just chose to wait an extra beat to turn it into a wrestling moment That's to so get up funny. and walk off the field. So, so I think good. it's I think it's probably 49ers think, Chiefs. But Chiefs, I also yeah. think the tit- the, titans uh, the Titans are the
3: Titans have a bowl uh and that would be really fun to watch. I
2: can't handle the Vrabel air to air to Belichick <laughs> takes. I can't do it. You know what? Like That's it needs fair. to not happen right now. Yeah. <laughs> needs, like he'll have his day, but I can't with this. God. Like I need I need Andy Reid to run his trick plays that he's been dreaming of for weeks. Uh, my, my partner described like when he, when he, when he had his goal line offense out there and like Romo's like, I think he's going to run a trick play. Uh, my partner was like, he looks like a cat who's been waiting for a bird to land just a little <laughs> yeah. too closely to it <laughs> yeah. for like hours. And like, it really is like his sort of intentness on the field when he's got something up his sleeve is uh, a lot of fun. But no, I think, I think the Niners are going to beat the uh, the Packers. I think the Packers were they lost that second half pretty defensively. Yeah. Uh, if that game had been three minutes longer, I think they probably lose that game. Um, Pete Carroll taking the ball out of Russell's Russell Wilson's hands with three minutes left. I think was a weird decision. I know it was like, fourth and eleven, but yeah, you weren't going to get that. You know that you were just asking big Aaron Rodgers to go. And just get two big first downs. Which Your defense hasn't been that good. No. That no, like that no. season, that game, I don't know why you I, I trust Russell to get that for that, that conversion yeah. way more than trust that defense.
0: Uh yeah, I agree.
2: Anyway.
3: Um all right. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> That's
0: not what this was.
2: <laughs> this was just talking. Just put it at the end. Yeah. Yeah.